Hello and welcome to the Conversation Is podcast, the TCIP. I'm Charlie Pitson. And I'm Ash Hughes. And today the conversation is... Drop Dead Fred. Yeah, boy. Oosh. We're going to get a little bit deep again this week. Very we've, deep, we've, had yeah. a, we've had a string of deep, layered Emotional. films. Yeah. Yeah. To do with mental illness. Possible mental illnesses. Yeah. And schizophrenia. Do I diagnose myself? You'll find out. Let's get into it. Let's do this. We're an amazing cold opening to a film. Yeah. What, what a way to set the tone. Oh man, have I got notes for this film, which I done months ago as well, or yeah. weeks ago, which I don't know. I was on a very uh, fueled and motivated night. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I haven't seen this in years. Um, obviously, I watched this last night. I watched it, like I said, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I watch this quite often, to be honest. It's one of my favourite films. Phoebe Crate, what a f- beautiful woman. <laughs> she is uh, outstandingly beautiful. Her hair looks like a comb. Like a what? A, a comb. comb. Do you know oh, what? yeah, I get what you mean, yeah. <laughs> Just the, yeah, I get it. She's Why did stunning. I think there was a, a bit where she plays a teenager? Oh, no, I just imagining I that. Know, yeah. Like, I think maybe, maybe you're mixing it up with another film, I don't know. I don't know. I always thought like most of the films she was a teenager and then like halfway through then she became an adult and then was then mm. was married. No. That's how long I have not seen this. Yeah. Well, um I was I, I didn't I, I couldn't watch one one bit when I was a kid. Right. I don't know why it scared me. It was the uh, bit where he, um, Is it the fridge bit? Fridge bit. Yeah, what a Why? Guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's like the men I in black. I guess that because that's it's, not the first time I've been I've like heard that from someone. It's the men in black thing when he pulls his face back. Yeah. And I can watch that now. It's so like like plasticky and but like, ugh, brilliant. When, when I when I first watched this, when he put this, I was like, Oh but I was probably like a four year old. Yeah, Kyle, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, oh, it's a very weird, like a practical effect. It doesn't look great. No, it does not great at no. all. Yeah. This is a he looks, like, he looks like the hamburger man, you know. The, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> he does. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's out there. But, yeah, <laughs> this is 1080 as well, so it's not going to look great. <laughs> oh God, God. Good but thing still, Phoebe Cates looks beautiful in 1080p. Huh? So it's still Phoebe Cates in 1080p win. I, a lot of this episode is going to be me gushing about her because I honestly think she's outstanding. I have no idea she's who she amazing. is. She's amazing. I've only ever seen her in this film. Like I've seen uh, like interviews and stuff with her. What's the? I'm lying. I've seen her something else, but I can't remember what it's called. It's the one where she comes out of the pool and the yeah. kids like masturbating. That's pretty good. <laughs> I get it. I'm I, like, I, what's she doing these days? I'm gonna look it up. What she's doing? I'm gonna look up who, her, who she's married to. She hasn't done a film since 2001, and she done Lego Dimensions in 2015. What's a film? Lego Dimensions? Ah, uh, not a video game, oh, sorry. Right. How was the film? Mm. She's in Gremlins. She's what, in Gremlins? Yeah. Hmm. Colin Fowle ruined fo- uh, phone booths for me. Colin Fowle ruined what, Fuse Ray? Phone booths. Phone, ah. Have you ever seen that film? Yeah, well, yeah, Shocking. once when it was like 2004, was it maybe? That's old man, yeah. Two. And about uh, yeah, I, we need to talk about that. We don't need to talk about that from from Ruth. She's married to Kevin Klein. Kevin, she married to Kevin Klein. Yeah. What the? F- How old is she? Got to be in the sixties. Got to be in it. What? Fifty, sixties? No, forties. Well, this film's like f- fifty-six. Christ! She had to be around. This this right. film's like twenty years old. Yeah, I don't know. She's just so stunning. I just can't imagine her age, and she's incredible. That's fair. She's nuts, isn't she? 
Oh yeah, she's off the scale. Is this is this supposed to be uh like present day and then it goes back? Uh, so this is like present day. This is like today in her life essentially. Yeah, but so, I mean, like as in, so the whole f- the thing with the Fred and all that is this bef- is this does that happen before or is, is it le- is this leading up to it? Because I I can't remember anything uh, at all. So I, it feels like the events it, happen and then Fred comes back and obviously Fred was her imaginary friend when she was a child. Uh, so the flashbacks are her and Fred as a child and then. Oh, okay, yeah. It comes back to the present day then. Right, so, in the last five minutes, she's lost her job. Yeah. Lost her husband. Yeah. Had a car and her purse stolen. Now... I say that's really unlucky. Um, it, yeah, but also... Um, th- that's like her... Fi- I think this is her first ever like ex- as an adult these are the first experiences that are kind of shitty yeah and i think that this is the point of the film like for a lot of people i think this is just a comedy mm-hmm. but for me i think it's quite deep um yeah so like she's lived a pretty fairly easy life up while she was with charles because obviously he's quite wealthy and like i said this is the first time she's having any sort of actual what would we consider that adult problems? Yeah. And I think the film is actually about like depression and anxiety and overcoming like childhood abuse because her mother quite clearly was abusive. Yeah. And I think, um, obviously now because these events have happened to it, it's sparked off shit. Being an adult fucking sucks, which it does, it does confirmed. We can confirm it does suck. <sighs> And that's the whole spark then. And obviously Mickey mentions Drop Dead Fred there. I think that's the spark then that makes her like revert back to Fred. Because I think the last time she was truly happy was when her father was still around. Yeah. Which was right when obviously Fred disappeared as well or was put in that fucking little box thing. Yeah. So I think it's about a little bit of childhood regression, depression, abuse, all that nasty stuff. That's fucking deep yeah <laughs> and honestly like i loved this film so much as a kid like my mother loves it my mother when i said we were doing this today honestly we just spent about an hour downstairs talking about this yeah because we just love it uh cause she was a big fan of the young ones as well yeah and yeah so I, even like even as a child you find this film hilarious but i, I don't remember like what age i was but one day, obviously, when I was a bit older, I watched it and, like, realised, like, all the subtext stuff. Yeah. And I was just like, shit, man, this film is amazing. The, the underlying stories. Yeah, like, by the end, I was I was full-on crying because I understood, like, what was actually going on rather than just, oh, it's a funny imaginary friend. I was yeah. like, shit, man. That's, that's, why fucking... it's, that's why it's great because it's a film for all ages. Absolutely. In that sense, then. Uh... Well, I mean, it's not very much for kids because of the language and stuff, but... Uh, kids can watch this and it's fine, I think. Oh, is that? Carrie Fisher. I was going to say, is that Carrie Fisher Ye- or Molly Ringwald? <laughs> no, Carrie Fisher. <laughs> oh, my God. What a legend. Uh, we've never talked about Carrie Fisher on the podcast. Have we? Yeah, I, think. I know. I mean, yeah. We probably... What an absolute we legend. Might, we must have. Maybe we in... We, in we, like, talk Star, we talk about Star Wars quite a lot. Yeah, I mean, maybe in passing terms, but... Fair enough. Not as her inner film. I mean, we got to talk about it now because she's in this. Yeah, she and is, she yeah. is 
great in it. She's great. She's yeah. part of one of my favorite sequences. I think it's I'd one of the funniest things ever. Her greatest film of all time is uh, gotta be James and Bob Strike Back as the nun. As the nun. I don't know why. It's just it, she's just great. I don't. Or the nurse and fanboys. Oh yeah! Oh my god! I forgot about fanboys. What an incredible woman. She's amazing. Like, what a way to just embrace yourself. What an icon for just being who you are. Yeah. Even like the funeral where she had the Prozac in the coffin. Yeah. What a legend. I mean, come on. And all the stuff she that says in it, like about a coke nail and sleeping with Harrison Ford. Coke she nail? doesn't care. Yeah, haven't you seen her coke nail in Empire? No. Oh man! If you watch, if you pay attention to her hands in at Empire Strike Back, <laughs> she's got one like long all hand. her nails cut except for a little finger, and the nail is like huge, and yeah. it's very clearly just the one finger, and she didn't catch it. Like, yeah, it's my coke nail. Everyone in Hollywood has a coke nail. I was like, okay. White nail. Though, she's a legend, man. Well, because you can put the thing in the table. We don't do keys in Hollywood. No spoons, I think. <laughs> and about sleeping with Harrison Ford, did you know that? Oh man. Yeah, he denied that, didn't he? But she was like, yeah, I, she was like, bitch, come on, yeah. And when she said like, she had to sleep with George Lucas for the part, I was like that girl does not give a shit. Did she actually? Yeah, I, she yeah. George Lucas. That's an old story, man. You want to talk about me too? You want to go back to Carrie Fisher? She said that in like fucking eighties, early nineties. She was like, yeah, I slept with George Lucas, people in the Slayer, and. Or oh, it may have been one of the producers, I don't know. Princess Leia. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's way too pink. So there's some Carrie Fisher facts, people. Yeah, I well yeah. didn't know any of that. That's great. Coke Nail, she banged George Lucas. I knew the Harrison Ford thing. E- either George Lucas or a producer, I don't know. But I'm pretty sure it was probably George Lucas. Maybe J.J. Abrams as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in more recent years. <laughs> We're lost the world. And she's amazing in that writer as well. Yeah. She didn't do a lot for a few years, did she? No, but she worked as like a script doctor for a long time in Hollywood. Like yeah, the yeah. stuff she's worked on would shock you. I'd I get it now. She's not, some... she's not credited for a lot of things, is she? No, she. That's me. She didn't want to be, and I think that's quite cool. I guess quite humble. That'd be a cool job, though, isn't it? Script doctor. Yeah. <laughs> all you have to do all the hard work's done for you, mate. Yeah, you, you just, just got like, like, to like. I tweak that. I mean, I'm saying that like it's an easy job. It's, it's, it's obviously not an yeah. easy job, but. I think it'd be way easier than actually just starting a script. Just writing it, yeah. I say, I imagine, you know. Yeah. We've seen that video, and uh, he, he's in a bar, and someone's filming him. Yeah, and he, and he uh, just he's just like, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's one as well where he's in like a really important, like it looks like a type of, of uh, like community town hall meeting or something like that, or like a church or whatever. Yeah. You know, there's loads of people in rows, and then there's someone on stage talking. And someone's obviously like noticed him filming him, yeah. And the way he reacts is just so funny. He's what an absolute legend. He's amazing, yeah. What a loss to the world, man. Was that was that the year, the dark year, where we lost Bowie and Prince as well? And Fisher. She died. Yeah. Again, she died. Oh my again, god! Yeah. Like, mm. and her mum died two days later. Mm, from a broken true, yeah. heart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, twenty sixteen. He died in twenty sixteen. I think so. Maybe that was a dark year. Yeah. January was the worst one, though, wasn't it? That was oh, Rickman, Bowie, yeah. fucking some other people. What a way to start, yeah. Well, welcome to 2016. So she wrote episodes of Young Indiana Jones. Oh. She'd done some of the Star Wars prequels. 
All three of them, in fact. Huck. Huck? Yeah. Great film. I like that film. Wedding Singer. Can't find any more, man. But still, those are pretty good films. Wedding Singer is my favourite Adam Sandler film. What inspired casting? Rick Mail. Yeah. I... I don't know whether it was his choice or what it is, but I'm so shocked he didn't get any other like major Hollywood roles because no, he's know. a brilliant man. Wasn't this when um, the same year Bottom came out, though? Mm, I don't know. This is like 19... I don't know. Like... 1991, this is. Yeah. 91, yeah. Same year. Because mm. it's it, like... Did you, know, did you uh, notice Aid Edmondson in Star Wars? Mm-hmm. Did you notice Aid Edmondson in Star Wars? No. He's uh, General Hux's admiral in Last Jedi. Yeah. Trust me, now you know. When you go back and watch it, it's all you'll see. I watched the entire film in the cinema. I was like, yeah, right, great. And then I saw a tweet uh, from Mark Hamill where he had a picture with Aid Edmondson. He was like, I'm so glad I got to meet you. I was a huge fan. Where I was like, what? And it was a picture of him, obviously, in the film. And then when like, I watched it back, f- I was like, how the fuck didn't I even notice? Not in it for long, no. I mean, I'm I mean he's in it quite a bit. Is he? Oh, yes. Yeah, I'd say it's a, definitely a supporting I mean, role. I mean, I remember, like, live tweeting this. Live like, he's got lines. Thing. Like, he's he's in it. I watched the film once. I'm honest, it wasn't that good. Yeah. Six out of ten. And then I there's know, it's a all those six points it, like, just because it's a Star Wars film. Like I said, I think the, the Luke, Luke stuff is great. It's just everything else isn't. Is it? Do you, do you still? Oh, this bit. Brilliant. Oh. Absolutely brilliant. Lovely, lovely, lovely dog poo. It's just the thought of it in it. Oh my god! Imagine just. Oh. The smell. You're in for the smell. You Not bitch. even now. <laughs> just fucking. Oh, he'd, he would wring his neck, wouldn't he? Yeah. He'd absolutely kill him. I'm so confused. If she, if he's imaginary, how the fuck does anything he does have any repercussions? Well, maybe she's doing it. That's the point, is that she is doing it. That's the obvious fucking thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, which is insane, but... Yeah, why would she do that? That's... Well, because she's, she's probably schizophrenic. It's just too deep for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that throwaway comedy movie don't think about it <laughs> and I think like the fact like I said I think your mother is very clearly just abusive oh yeah and I think that obviously hasn't helped but that was an age at all. as well hey man <laughs> let me tell you something Marsha Mason doesn't age I mean she has now a bit because she's in her 80s but still we're a great actress have you ever seen her in anything else no no idea who she is as well. Oh, watch Heartbreak Ridge. Oh! Yeah? Oh, Heartbreak Ridge, man. Heartbreak banger. Ridge. Banger. Absolute banger of a film. Heartbreak Ridge. Yeah, very Anyone good film. Anyone else in that? Clint Eastwood. Oh, okay. Need I say more? Um, Mario Van Peebles. Okay. He was in Highlander 3, but don't don't judge him on that. He's very good in it. He's kind of a bit of a prince wannabe in it which as well, which is quite funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's an absolute banger of a film. Probably one of the most quotable films I've ever watched. Like, one-liners are great. Clint Eastwood nails it. He's so funny. I watch it just for Clint Eastwood, if I'm honest. It's amazing, man. It's my mum's favourite Clint Eastwood film. It's such a banger. Talk about Clint Eastwood. I've never seen any of his films. Shut up. Any of them at all? None at all? No. Why are... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I... Why are you only now to saying this? <laughs> I... Never brought it up. Never brought it up. I... 
Oh yeah, I've never brought up Clint Eastwood. I'm pretty sure I bring up Clint Eastwood in like more than half of our episodes, easily. I right, fair, but I just never really, never really thought about it. And I just remembered. Oh, yeah, I've never man. seen any of his films. No, I haven't. That's depressing. And you'd, you'd remember if you've seen his film, one of his films, Jeremy. Yeah. I mean, he's, he, I, he's not a cameo. I don't know where to start, and I feel like I need to start somewhere. Oof, okay. Um, I wouldn't start with the spaghetti westerns yet. Yeah. But because they're quite, I don't know. I think you should watch some of his standalone stuff first. Like, don't watch the Dehari stuff. Yeah. Yet. Just, I think just watch, watch just like a single. Yeah. Uh, honestly, for me, I'd recommend Gran Torino. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good place to start. I mean, Million Dollar Baby. A Million Dollar Baby is fantastic. But that's movie. T- oh my god! Because he's not really the lead, is he? So never mind. It's I mean, close enough. I mean, every spine I wouldn't recommend lead. it for the first just because it's so heavy. Like it's, mm. it's, a, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal film. I've seen plenty of spoofers. Oh, there's there's the, the scene that scared the shit out of me as a child. The mega bitch squashed his head. That is a weird practical effect. Isn't it? I love this whole sequence though, because I used to love the cobwebs thing. Yeah, and I just never knew, understood what it meant. Yeah, I just yeah. I still found it hilarious. I, I had no idea. Like, I'm saying that's not that bad. Oh, uh, it's a bit plastic, rubbery in it, and the wig isn't great. No, <laughs> it's a fantastic idea. Though. What a funny like joke and a playoff. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do. It. <laughs> oh, man. oh, I love it. Oh, the innocence of youth. Rick Mail, that's what's so funny. Yeah. What a, I just you can't see how good guy, he is you? in this film. I honestly, there's so many scenes where I just, I can't imagine filming it because I just couldn't. I absolutely couldn't. Yeah. I mean, like, I'll put it earlier. There's a scene that I think is one of the, maybe the funniest scenes of all time where he's in a board meeting. <laughs> kills me. Absolutely kills me. And a bit in a restaurant. Oh, man, this film is so good. This film is so good. I don't know how they filmed it. I feel like I'm watching it for the first time. Yeah. That's why I'm just like that line. Ah, oh, I always found this funny as well, and I still had no idea what it meant. Doing it like the pigeons, and when you, this is brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Because obviously Fred has a concept of adult things as well. Obviously, because he knows what sex is, and I mean his little pervy thing there with the mum. Yeah. So obviously he's a reflection of it, of her subconscious as well. He knows what she knows. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I also don't know if that if that is how it works. Maybe because there's the letter thing. I I don't mm, I don't know. It's a bit dark. Isn't it? it gets dark. It, yeah, I think it gets dark. Especially like that last scene. I can't stop looking at it. He looks like a fucking watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> he does. That's a good. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> the two, You're not the, wrong. It's the two uh, shades of green and the stripes. Is is, is that his natural hair color? I hope not. I don't know. I don't think I. I it doesn't look like dye. I mean, if it is, it's a good dye job, isn't it? Yeah, that is good. I wonder. How, I'd love to know how much he improvised and like just. Oh, he probably didn't have any lines. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wish there was like it, it's such a cult film, and mm-hmm. I just it's because it's such a cult film. I just wish there was more. I I there's so much more I want to know about. Like I said, I just can't imagine how they filmed this. I'd love to see a bloopers reel. I bet there's some amazing bloopers from this. Oh film yeah, and outtakes. One thing I want to check actually is that. What is it? What is the rating? What is the Rotten Tomatoes rating? I reckon probably in the forties. In the forties. I reckon like the critic rating is probably in the forties, and then like fan rating is probably quite high. Yeah. Okay. At least seventies. I reckon sixty-four for uh, critic. 
Yeah, I, I don't usually yeah. think of the audience. The audience score is always higher. Is it quite low? Is it is it low? Yeah. Nine percent. Shut up. <laughs> What's that? The critic one. What's the audience one? I bet the audience one is much oh, wow, higher. Oh, wow, man. It's not that That's bad. That's disgusting. It, it's fucking good. Man, nah, this film is too deep for that I score. think what what the critics are probably pan is that the fact that it... Do you know what we'll do? I, we'll bring back a segment that we made once and said was going to be a segment, but then it never was from was Bruges, where we read the fucking <gasps> reviews. Oh, and then I, I yeah, I'll right, do this right now. Seeing this right, yeah, okay, yeah. All, right. all right. Well, before we do that, audience score is seventy-seven percent. See, so you were, you were, you yeah, were right. I thought it'd be about seventy-nine, eighty. That uh, I mean, what a huge gap. There's always a huge gap, but that's disgusting. So we read critic reviews, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's see what these. This is a rotten review. Drop Dead Fred is an erratic stab at making madness sensible. A slapstick nightmare that goes too sane. That tries too hard to be both good and rotten. I don't understand. Yeah, right. He hasn't pointed out what he dislikes about the film. I don't understand. That's I think that's like you can read the full review. That's kind of just his, uh, you know. Mm. Um, this is easily one of the worst films I've ever seen. And that's just what they. I mean, I mean, I hold details, on now. Right? I was going to save this for what we what what we watched, but I watched Fatal Deviation last night. This is yeah, nowhere I mean, near on a scale. Like the, the production of this is way way better. This should not be that low. If I'm going to give, if I'm going to give my honest. Um, consensus for this, I'd probably give it 54. Mm. And that's right now. That's just at this yeah. moment in time. We're like, what, 20 minutes in? Yeah. 25 minutes in. I mean, like, it's silly. It's great. It's a good, yeah. it's, it's, for me, it's, it's more of a, I don't know. I just like the Rick Mail stuff. Anything else can just go in the yeah. bin, if I'm honest. Like, he's what makes the film great. It's because he's got that eccentric kind of. Hmm. He's he's you know. so charismatic. Look at him. Like, do you mean you just? He's just like, mental. He's yeah. funny as shit. This is another thing as well. So her allergy to the gravel is when she sneezes. Obviously, makes Fred go mad like that. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that's because when she sneezes, like her brain is shaking. Yeah, and, yeah. You know what I mean? That's a mini banger. That's a mini banger. Yeah, <laughs> a mini banger. Little mini banger for you. Um, the episodic flashbacks are cast in an unfunny Freudian light. Domineering mo- mother, helpless to hubby and tragically withdrawn child. What a laugh riot. That's, that's rotten. Really. Yeah, but... Right. He's right, but... That's also the point of the film. It's, like I said, the film isn't a comedy. The film is about, like, overcoming abuse and this, this one depression here and to stand on your own. It's going to trigger the shit out of you. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, man, I'm already triggered as shit today. So, <coughs> Wales played Australia today, innit? Yeah. Right. So, half time, they're just doing the cameras. In the fucking crowd is Eddie Jones, the English coach. He sees the camera and he starts trying to hide under his cap. Let me tell you, right? Oh, if, they, if I could fight anyone, any person in the world, it would be Eddie Jones. Ooh. I despise the man. It's been a while. It's been a while since you've offered, offered a fight. If, <laughs> And this is an actual offer. If anyone can sort that out, just do it. If there is anyone in the world I could fight, it would be Eddie Jones. I despise him. He is such an arsehole. Oh, no, let's, no, we're leaving that. I'm not going to interrupt you. We'll be here for five hours. And I'll start using language that will make YouTube demonetize us. And yes. We can't enough. afford that. Um, so here's the, here's the review. It tries too hard to mimic Beetlejuice. What? Especially in British comic 
Rick Mail's frantic performance as the title character. Mail, sorry, Mail. Mail is no Michael Keaton, but it has a what? whimsical, calm energy. <laughs> Compared to the people. Where's he seeing the. Pa- I don't understand where he's seeing the parallels, man. What the f. What? Ah. I mean, and. No. I mean, because Beetlejuice isn't an imaginary friend. Everyone sees Beetlejuice, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, it's about ghosts and, like, the paranormal shit. I mean... It's just about a fucking guy who's, you know, she's schizophrenic as fuck, but... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's... That's insane, I mean... Wow. This is gonna... This, no, this is the worst one. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Probably why Phoebe Cates retired from acting. <laughs> Ooh, that's a bit nasty. This was her fourth from last film. Yeah, so she had a few more in the bag, you know. Uh, this didn't. This didn't ruin her. Yeah. It's rare that a, it's, it's rare that a movie so cleverly conceived is so poorly executed. Hmm. It plays like a collection of bits, skits that have been thrown together with little light of continuity. Ah, uh, no, see, no, that's a guy that hasn't paid attention because there very clearly is continuity. <laughs> As the naughty ghost pal of Phoebe Cates, and I'm that's not already just wrong. Already British wrong. actor named Rick Mail is like Michael Keaton's Beetlejuice. Oh, that's the same fucking guy. The nah, nah. juice. Nah, nah, that's bollocks. That's the <clears throat> same person. This this is a top critic as well. That's the same person. They've made another account. That's there's no way to have drawn <laughs> that part. He's made another account. That's where to go. There's <laughs> nah, nah. Uh-uh. <laughs> Out of trigger. I think I think there's, there's no. Way I think our Rotten Tomatoes. Segment is perfectly, it's perfect for films that you love. Yeah, it is. I, I just like watching so you get offensive. triggered. It's, it's so, yeah. so offensive. Uh, but it's because like, I look, I look way, <laughs> way like too much into the films juice. I love. That's great. Like Labyrinth. Yeah, I look I mean, way too much into that film. Then. Why did we not look at them? I re, I mean, it's too late now. Yeah, but that's what we should have done is yeah. gone through Labyrinth because I really wish there were some really bad reviews for it. Yeah, because I don't even know if we checked the uh, we, we didn't, didn't no, check no. We we'll make sure to be more consistent on that. Consistent, yeah. Yes, yeah. you know that's a good segment. It we is. We need to yeah. name it. We'll call it Rotten Reviews. There you go. That's alliteration. Boom. Got it first time. I totally didn't say it rhymed earlier. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Honestly, that 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 segment just killed me. It's like Beetlejuice at the juice. I I don't understand why they've got a parallel. I don't like. Shut up, Charles. I hate Charles. He's such a creep. What is a creepy, like, that's, I mean, this relationship isn't healthy either. And this, she's imagined this, none of this happens. We see later on that none of this is what they're actually like. Have you ever seen Death Becomes Her? Oh, yeah, I have. Um, a long, long time ago. Bruce Willis, uh, Mouse Street, I believe. Yeah. And it's one where, like... I mean, you're talking, I'm talking, like, dead. years and years yeah. ago, man. It's got a similar vibe to this. Uh, that's what I'm getting mm. from it, you know. Mm. You know, the whole, like, silly practical effects, effects where, when, yeah. you, when she twists her neck and it's just, like, mm. edge. I mean, that's another film that... Did you just say shit yourself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a British... <laughs> shit yourself. That's a British thing, isn't it? <laughs> that's what we say all the time. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing that maybe thinks, maybe made the schizophrenia thing maybe isn't right, because I, I just can't picture her writing in the note herself and sending it. I, I mean, she could, obviously, but I don't know, it's just I don't picture it. Hmm. I, do you think he's just her subconscious, though? Yeah, in like, a way as well. Yeah, like that. Now where you say, no, now you now you look he, just like your mother. Or he is the epitome of gut feeling. 
Yeah, I yeah. like he's, he's I think telling her, he's telling her I, things that she knows deep down, but she yeah, doesn't want to. Yeah, I think admit. she's her truth. So she's so created a character that can kind of like yeah, talk spot to her on exactly. Her. Yeah, okay, that was alright. Yeah. That, that was a pretty cool practical effect there. Because like even even with her as a child, he is more childish with her. Yeah, and I think yeah, you're right. He's sort of like a reflection. I think she's of, trying to use the humor to try and bring it down yeah. the level. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just a bit gutting that like. The film is kind of her wanting to get her husband back, pretty much, isn't it? Yeah, I mean that's essential. That that's I feel that's like the, that. I think that's, plot, I feel like, like that's said, probably I what feel... kind of brings it down a peg because yeah. it just feels like this. You could have, but that's not. That's what I'm saying. That's not what it's about. It's about her realizing she doesn't need her husband. She doesn't need her mother because her mother's an absolute like Ballet. mad woman. <laughs> yeah, do you mean? And she doesn't even need Fred because she can manage on her own. Do you mean it's about her? It's, it's like a coming of age film in, in yeah. a way, you know. How old is she supposed to be? I don't know. I feel like she should be like because Charles looks old as shit. shit he looks yeah. like he's about fucking fifty, man. It looks like a <laughs> re- very weird relationship. But then, then didn't people in like Honestly, the late eighties, nineties look like twenty oh, years older? Know. Honestly, the only note it's I've... the hairstyles, really, though, isn't it? Do yeah, I mean, like no, we're talking I mean, about it with no, um... his face. The only the only notes I got of Charles is that Charles is a fucking douche <laughs> and an old creep. <laughs> Generally, Charles is a fucking douche. Comma, old creep. Old creep. Yeah, there we go. That's all we have to say about Charles. There's not, another not one me. as well, but I'm not saying. <laughs> <laughs> so she's really, she's retired then, is she, from acting? Uh, yeah, apparently. I mean, I don't know why she's done that one random voice role in a Lego game, but... Money. Yeah, but I mean... She's probably coming off the ends of these now, you know. This I made don't a know. Lot, this made, yeah. made a lot in VHS sales. I mean, I own the VHS of this. Yeah. I own the DVD too. This, is, a, this is another. This is another like the last few weeks above met, obviously. Hmm. The, th- the Dark Crystal Labyrinth. The films are like. I've... This is the only part of the film that doesn't work for me. Is the whole house sport stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Just uh, I. don't know. It just doesn't land with me. What? Because she lives on a houseboat, or just because? Not just the whole scene. I just don't. I don't know. It. I. I feel if if there's anything like if you put a gun to my head and said right you got to cut something from this film it would be this whole like the bit where he's the pirate and they sink the boat. Yeah. But it does also lead to my absolute favourite se- sequence in the film, so... You kind of need it now. Yeah. Or was it just too long? Is that, is that your problem yeah, you? I think it's just a bit too long. It doesn't get there, like... Yeah. yeah. And, and maybe, maybe part of it is I know what, like I said, what the next bit is, and like I said, I'm just like, oh, I just want to get to that because it's so good, man. Yeah. Uh, is there any other big names in this? Like anyone just pops up and as like a supporting role or just yeah. Carrie Fisher? I mean, Marsha Mason was quite big at the time, not so much now. Yeah. I mean, Carrie Fisher, I mean, what, what could you say? I mean, she speaks for herself. Yeah. I mean, she, Phoebe Cates was quite big at the time as well, but... Did we check what she's been in before this? Yeah, Gremlins. There's nothing I knew. Gremlins, yeah. There, there is another film I've seen, I just can't remember what it's called. It's like in a bad 80s typical... Teenage, like Ferris Bueller ripoff type thing. It's pretty much you gave up then. Maybe, maybe. Uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High is the other one I've seen. Ah, uh, yeah. How's she not? She's fifty six. Well, she was in the. She was in the. Um, she attended the eighty first Academy Awards in two thousand nine. So she must have had done something then. I mean, she obviously must be doing something. Otherwise, she wouldn't be having. She wouldn't be able to live. So she's working some way. No, Anniversary Party was the last film. And it was directed by Jennifer Jason Lee and Alan Cumming. Hmm. Uh, I don't suppose you watched the Lost in Space reboot. No. Parker Posey in it. No, I haven't. It's quite good. Quite good. Parker Posey's great. 
Yeah. She's really good. Have you seen Dating Confused? Um, no, it's on oh, Netflix. I've, I've seen it on, like, it's on it. like, bar thing on Netflix. I almost bought the Blu-ray in uh, H&B uh, yesterday. It was in the it was in a bargain bin. Really? For like four quid. And I was like, there's a Criterion Collection version. And obviously, you mm. know, I'm a nerd with shit like that. So I'm going to get that version. Because mm. it's got a nicer cover as well. And also, you know, you get all the, you get the making of and behind all the scenes with Richard Link, Link, Richard Link yeah. later can talk for fucking days about his films, do you know what I mean? That's where I wish, like, this, I'd like, there was so much more, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, maybe it's just me because I find it so funny, I just, like I said, there's so many scenes where I just can't imagine them not cracking up, I, w- I want to see a blooper reel for yeah, this. Yeah, that's probably something out there. It's probably something out there. YouTube? Pro- definitely, you yeah. tried on YouTube? Not really, I mean... Yeah, it takes is a very rare footage of it done. I think some of it's in black and white. Oh, how much do you reckon that's made? How much? Yeah. Mm, oh, I don't know. I I would not. What what was the budget? Let me know the budget and then I'll take a guess. Budget was uh six point seven eight eight million estimated. Oh, probably about thirty million then. Fourteen point eight. Really? Domestic as well. Who? Mm. Ooh, she. The fuck is she? Annabella. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. She's yeah, uncredited. She is, yeah. Huh. yeah, she's only in for a little Tim bit. Tim Matheson's in it. Oh, that, that, Tim Matheson is Charles. No wonder, dude, only looks fucking 50. He was 50. Well, he's 71 now. So, like, yeah, he, he would have been, been 40, 50 odd. 40, 44. Yeah. He looks 44. Um, And Phoebe Cates is 56. So she would have been, Both like, you know, 28? Yeah. Yeah. A bit weird, but okay. Yeah, um, so look. Weird casting choices. Marshall Mason. Oh, she's in the 80s, 70s. She's 77. She got, mm. she uh, nominated four times for the Academy Award of uh, Best Actress. Oh man, honestly, watch <coughs> some of her films. She's a phenomenal actress. And like I said, Heartbreak Ridge. Watch Heartbreak Ridge. Heartbreak if you don't Ridge. watch Gran Torino, Heartbreak Ridge is the next one to watch. Okay, I'll watch that. Is on my list. Um, and then m- maybe Unforgiven. Unforgiven, that's the 90s, 90s one, right? Mm. Yeah. I like spaghetti westerns, though, so I probably could. Uh, man, I mean, don't go wrong, I love the spaghetti. I'm sitting here with a Clint Eastwood spaghetti western <coughs> tattoo. You mean, I'd... Yeah. For a few dollars more, is my favourite one of the three. Which one's the first one now? Uh, so it's for a, fist, uh, a fistful of dollars for a few dollars more, and then the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay. But the good, the bad, and the ugly is a prequel. The other two, of course, it is possibly all, 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 all third films are, are usually well, the fucking prequel. It's a bit of debate. I mean, I mean, off the top of your head, think of think of films that have uh, trilogies where the third film is always a prequel. Yeah, I mean, so we got From Dust Till Dawn. There's you've a bit seen of debate. The, you've seen the, you've seen From Dust Till Dawn. No, that's isn't that like a horror film with like vampires and stuff. Yes, you yeah. will like it just because George Clooney, Tarantino are brothers, criminals, right. Um, and obviously they take they take a woman hostage and then they end up taking a family hostage and to drive them to Mexico. Um, and they keep them hostage throughout the night because they stay in this bar mm. waiting for this guy. It's very Tarantino until they get to the fucking bar and then there's a whole dance with Salma Hayek and a snake. Mm. Tarantino sucks her feet a bit because, oh. you know, that's Tarantino is fuck fetish. <clears throat> um, she knows he's bleeding because he got shot through the hand earlier on in the film. In the fucking opening scene. You get shot through the hand. Um, and the sight of blood, they all turn into like you know, bloodthirsty fucking vampires. And right. They got to survive the night pretty much. It's it's really good. It, right. it goes because obviously it was, it was written. It's a trilogy. Yeah, I'll get to that now, right? It was written okay. by Tarantino. 
directed by Robert Rodriguez. So you, you, if, but they worked on it together in a way. So mm. like they kind of worked the like story together. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Code, I think I think Tantu, that, I hate that stuff in, in with Hollywood. The whole like directors guild and yeah, like where, where they, um, that's but they're they're, they're good. They're just they're, just they're they're best mates. So yeah. they both worked on a film called Four Rooms together as well in the nineties, which didn't wasn't that good. Um, but yeah, there's a second film. Um, Tuco from uh, Breaking Bad, is it? Right. Um, oh, who's the other guy now? The guy from um, Terminator Two. What's his name? Robert Patrick. The uh, I think he's in it. The, the T- Terminator T one thousand. Is that in it? Is that I think T one thousand is Arnold. Or T one hundred. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. No, the, you know the guy who can like, like you know turn the metal liquid metal guy. Uh, yeah, I think he's in it. I think it's him who plays the main character in it. And then the third one then um is a prequel, so it's like about like how the bar you know existed and it's like right. like Michael Parks is in all three of them. Mm, like a, one mm. of the best actors of all time. Uh yeah, any other trilogies that you think are good? there's loads. Yeah, I there mean, are fucking loads. There's a lot of trilogies, man. <laughs> back to the future? No, that's not a prequel, is it? Um But it goes back in time no, further. I mean, yeah, it does. So it's kind it does. of the same. Yeah. Have you ever seen a million ways to die in the West? No, I haven't, no. There's a great scene where it, there's like loads of flashing coming from a barn and he opens it and uh, Doc is in there fixing the DeLorean and it's exactly like it is in the third film. It's so or they just Or they just cut footage, like take footage from it. No, it's like him. It's, it's uh, what's the actor's name? Christopher, Christopher Lloyd. Lloyd. It's Christopher Lloyd, like as obviously Doc old Brown. as Doc Brown, but like obviously quite clearly visibly aged. What? But it's like exactly like it is in the third film. It's so good. Man, Million Ways to Die in the West is really good. I, I'm not a fan of Seth. McFarlane like I don't like Family Guy and American Dad or any of that stuff yeah I'm not even a big fan I, like, I don't even like the Ted films that much I don't Ted think they're that good if I'm honest it's Mark Wahlberg has carried it for me yeah he's my guilty pleasure actor yeah. I, I actually like Mark Wahlberg but <laughs> honestly a, a Million Ways to Die in the West I think is one of the funniest films I watched that as well I it's think, really I good I think I started that a while ago because yeah. I was really, I was watching How I Met Your Mother at the time, and I was just like Neil Patrick Harris. There's a really good joke in it, but I found I, you know, when like there's a really good joke in a film, but you find it so funny, but because you've had that like conversation or thought or whatever yourself, yeah. And there's a thing in it where he's like, uh, he's talking with his friend. Oh, the actor that plays his friend, you know, who it is he was in Friends. He's Phoebe's brother. Yeah, it's him, and they're talking about like photographs. And <laughs> Simon McFarlane says like. I wonder if anyone's ever smiled in a photo. And, yeah. and the other guy's like, oh, are you crazy? Like, no. Do you know how long it takes to take a photo? It's like 50 minutes. Like, no one's smiling for 15 minutes. Yeah. And it's just, they had this big discussion about who would be the first person to smile in a picture. And then they pay it off later in the film where he talks to this girl about it and she's like, oh my God, yeah, I'd love to know if anyone has, and like, if they're crazy, if they're nuts. Yeah. And then later on again, he buys a photograph from like a passing trader of a guy smiling in a photo and they all just lose their minds. Oh my god. And like, ah, oh, this guy's no, the first 15 guy. Fifteen minutes to do it. Like yeah, back in the old days. So they it's had probably to, like, longer. They had to, they had to hold expression for that long. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like there's a whole discussion about it and I've generally why had you that just, conversation why can you just do this and then invite these like right, ten seconds left. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Smile. Honestly, it's such a good like series of jokes but like I said it's because I've had that conversation myself with, with Dan fucking hell right uh, yeah and so The Good of Andy Ugly is quite it, maybe it's a prequel maybe it's not it's not really 
like no one's really sure. Yeah. But because the main thing about it is that it's set earlier than the other two. And obviously Clint Eastwood is the link in Thread. And the main link people take from it is that it's where he gets his poncho from. He gets his poncho in that film. Yeah. And then obviously the poncho is like famous as shit and in the, the other two. Yeah. But I'm not so sure because they were saying at the time that none of the films are linked. I was like, okay. And also Lee Van Cleef is in that for a few dollars more as a completely different character. Yeah. Like, it makes sense if it's a trilogy, as obviously if Clint Eastwood is the link in the main character. Is he playing the same character, though? Well, this is it. They never name him. Like, oh, is he like the, the, the unnamed man kind yeah. of? Yeah. Okay. Um, but that's it. But whereas with Lee Van Cleef, he, he's two, two completely yeah, different characters. If it's characters. Full, a fistful of dollars and then a, for a few dollars more, surely there's a link because yeah, it's a fucking name. I, you know? Yeah, I mean... The good, bad, the ugly. I can imagine that that is yeah. It's kind of because that's what was. I kind of got confused. I I, obviously you can just Google it, but I was. I Mm. think I think they're all on Netflix, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah, all three on Netflix. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, which one's the first one? And I was just Mm. you could easily just click on it and look for the the date. Yeah, because I knew there was. Mm. I think I knew the those three were the were the trilogy of sorts. Yeah, it's just too lazy to check out. Yeah, I mean it's. It kind of makes it's it's one of those things where if you want it to be the prequel, then go ahead. If you don't, then don't. You mean? I'm trying Doesn't to see. Um, yeah, we can keep playing this movie. We stopped for a while for that. Yeah, but... I want to watch this scene because I think this is the best, one of the funniest sequences, like in this in this film, if not ever. It's so good. I can't oh. imagine how they filmed it. I'd just be dying. So obviously she's telling like Carrie Fisher's character that she sunk a houseboat. Yeah. And she's like a big time lawyer, and so is the other guy that she was sleeping with. Okay. Even my VHS of Star Wars. <laughs> My bros ex. I can't imagine it. I honestly, I just, I couldn't film this. I'd have to be fired from this film. They'd have to cut me from it. <laughs> I love he's trying to do his hair. And it's just still sticking. Yeah, it's just still crappy. <laughs> this, I, I, I believe this must have been improvised. I don't think you could script like Rick oh, Bale no, for yeah. this. There's I don't no think way. anything. Like I said, I don't think any of his just the, scripted, his movements anyway. and the way he said, like the way he says the things he says. I was being that guy, and I'd be like, do not. Yeah, laugh. I just do can't not laugh. Like. And obviously everyone in the room just trying to imagine that he's not there. Carrie Fisher, always a star. Who was she talking to now? Well, she thinks it's Fred, isn't it? Yeah, but why would she just randomly go to the and go like, excuse me, sweetheart? Oh, just, I don't know, she's trying to be nice to him. Isn't it? <laughs> brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> but she's also not... She knows, she knows he's an imaginary friend, so why... Yeah. Why, why... I just think it's funny how... He's... I'm all for harpooning Charles to the head. <laughs> Douchebag. He's just, oh yeah, he's such a douche. Oh my god. This is another one of my favourite scenes. Do you Again, I just can't. If she masturbates, does does he do it for her? What, Fred? Yeah. Oh, whoa, now you're taking this to a very weird place here now. <laughs> I, no? I'm just not even going there. I, I don't think so, no. I absolutely hate Mickey. He's so cringy. He's like the epitome of just ah, uh, so cringy. Just a good guy. Yeah, but he's just <clears throat> he's sickly. Like, do you mean he's too nice? He just ah, uh, <laughs> comes off as desperate and cringy. You know, he makes me sick, man. Every scene you think it's gonna be, um, it goes too far, and then it's not, and then you're like, when's the when's the too far scene? I don't think we got it for a while, is it? It's still like 
får jeg med næsten. Nej, Ja. Og still. <laughs> I, I don't know where the too far is. I think maybe... I think probably maybe this is actually probably the... Ah, uh, well, this leads to the, the peak, I think. Yeah. And it, there's a line in this film oh where when God, you hear no. it... When you hear this line in this film, I can tell you it's 100% me. You're going to know it's me. That's some great physical acting as well, because it, yeah. it, it, it looked like that it is someone doing it. <laughs> I mean, oh, shut up, Mickey. Oh, oh my God. God. Mickey fat pants. <laughs> Fred is right. He's an absolute douche. That, see, that's his subconscious being like, come on now. You know he's a douche. Yeah, that's definitely his subconscious. Did you just, just say what the fuck? <laughs> Maybe. I think this is like a 15 or a 12. Oh, oh I hate him. <laughs> Why has she got such shit tasting men? Why does she agree to go out with him then? Or oh, was he like pestering mm, him? I don't he? know. Uh, stop trying to be cool, Mickey. God. Oh, I don't. On absolute douchebag. He's just so cringy, isn't he? Like, how desperate can he be? I mean, he's trying way too hard, man. Amigos is Spanish, pal. You were in an Italian restaurant. That's how thick he is, though. Yeah. I think this is probably, like, technically the peak. Yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, it's not like a huge thing like that. Yeah, but... I just forgot. She's just shouting herself. Yeah, exactly. You'd never get that in our quadrant. Oh, no way, yeah, no. <laughs> they'd, be, they'd be called fucking a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! Oh boy! Yeah. <gasps> Fuck! Uh oh! That ain't Fred's son. Just smashing someone home with her bag. Uh, have you ever seen a beautiful mind? Russell Crowe. Yeah. No. It's oh, a great film. It's <laughs> a good film. <sighs> she's so mean. Yeah, but she's so right. Mm, yeah. She smashed right. the poor girl's bloody violin. I- the more and more I watch this, the more I sort of warm to the mother. I mean, I like her as an actress anyway, and I I feel a little bit sorry for her because obviously, like the husband does, just do a runner. I mean, yeah. that's not cool. And from the way this seems, it doesn't seem like he maintained a relationship with her. Yeah. So I understand a bit. I think a part of her thing is that she's afraid that that's going to happen to her daughter. That someone's just going to leave and she's going to end up on her own, yeah. like she is. So I think a part of it is fear as well, but yeah, I mean it kind of happens as well. Yeah. So I mean, she, I, she's very much reflecting her own insecurities and fears onto her daughter, and in a not very nice, abusive way. Yeah. This used to be like my favorite like scene as a child. I absolutely love this whole bit. Why you whisper it when they're all in the waiting room for that doctor, so everyone obviously knows what he does. Yeah. Yeah. Dream. It's like sitting outside a fucking cancer specialist's office with nine people going, cancer. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> Guys, we all cancer, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bring cheer. <laughs> They're like, weird. <laughs> but it's the stigma in about mental health. That's very true, yeah. More mental health support. Do you know what they should have done for this? I've just I think it's people. Of, oh, yeah, good, good. They should have had the other young ones. Aid Adrinson, yeah. Nigel Planter, and the other guy. They shouldn't have, because these guys are great, but that would have been quite cool. So this w- kind of disproves the schizophrenia thing. Yeah. No, I, yeah, it totally does. But also maybe she's just thinking, well, what would he be doing here? If these are... She's just learned that this is an, a, do- a doctor for imaginary friends. Yeah. I mean, that is why she says that line, because obviously it's like exposition for her. Yeah. And now she's probably thinking, well, if this is all got, if all of these got imaginary friends, maybe Fred knows them. 
No, she's amazing. New fucking people, yeah. Mm. <laughs> but also, the other kids are seeing her. But maybe they're thinking the same thing. But they're also kids, so. Do you ever have an imaginary friend? Nope. Damn, I really wanted some. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll end that one. It's the only time I can ask you that question. <laughs> I didn't. Did you? No. No. I wish you did, though. It's the end of that discussion. <laughs> yeah, no, I just didn't. They could have Paul Rubens in this film. Just yeah. being Pee Wee. Because Pee Wee feels like an imaginary friend. He, d- he looks like Pee Wee, didn't he? That, that guy, guy, yeah. 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 She regressed when she was last happy when her husband left you, pal. Yes. I think if she had another kid, probably wouldn't, she, you know, it wouldn't have an imaginary friend then. Mm. They'd just be friends. Maybe. It doesn't help that she's a lonely child. Lonely child, and, and yeah, it's true. You know, divorced and... This line, yeah. Oh, I love Phoebe hold Cates. Hold on, hold up, hold up. She's in other things. As I'm pretty f- sure she's in an episode of Friends. She plays, like, the receptionist at the hospital when Ross gets hit with the puck. I don't know, maybe. It's gotta be. No, it's gotta be. But I'm not gonna check now. I'm still I'm still trying to go back to the, the trilogies thing. I feel like it's the trilogy a thing. thing. Yeah, and go through trilogies now. Well, um, where the third one is a prequel. Yeah. Isn't it more the second one, though? I mean, Godfather uh, 2. I, I mean, for Godfather, yeah, but I'm, like... Well, like, you sat the story in the first far. one... And uh, there's a seat the, sec- the second, second one, one and then, then like, you go like, oh, well, if we go now, we can't go anywhere else, we have to go back. Nah, I, I wouldn't do it like that. I, I'd set up the story, then a prequel for Expedition, then the third one is a final act finale. Hold up, I just tell something now. Apparently, Blade Runner is a trilogy. There's a ah? side quill called Soldier. Oh, what, a side quill? That was released in 1998. Directed by it. No, it's not the cool one. Did you one. say side quill? Side quill. That's what it's called. That's what it says here, yeah. Side quill. What the fuck's a side quill? I'm, I'm guessing... That like happens uh, at the same time? I, I, I don't know. I thought you just mispronounced sequel. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So, basically, it's called Soldier, released in 1998, directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, not not Paul Thomas Anderson. So, you know, the one who guy, the guy who did uh, Resident mm-hmm. Evil... And Resident Evil 2 and all the, you know, the, the What did I watch recently that we were on about it and I said it was shit? <laughs> you made something really recently. Oh, Hell... No, was it Hellboy? Might have been Hellboy. Mm. We talked about Hellboy weeks ago. Yeah, it uh, was something a while ago. I, I watched it, that he, like his newest thing and I thought it was absolute pants. Oh, was his other stuff that? good? Or you just... What, Wes Anderson? No, no not Wes Anderson, no. You just talk about Paul Wes Anderson. W- uh, uh, oh, no, Paul I know, I'm about Wes Anderson. Like, he done something recently and it was crap and we talked about it on what, the What, Dogs? That's his last Hold one. Hold on now. I, I'm confused. Who's the guy that done the Resident Evil films? Paul W.S. Anderson. Right. Is he the one that's married to Mila Jovic? Yes. Right, yeah, he's shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, he's shit. <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Paul William Scott Anderson. I'm not going to say WS. I, get, I, I just did, but you right, know. Okay. Yeah, so I watched a film of his recently and it was wank. Uh, and also everything else I've watched of his, which is actually quite a bit. Monster Hunter. Oh, he's, he's doing a Monster Hunter film. We don't need that. He made Pompeii. Uh, in fairness, he did Mortal Kombat and Event Horizon. You directed Mortal Kombat? Yeah. Oh, of course he did. Oh my god, he loves video games, man, doesn't he? But he doesn't know how to adapt them. No. I mean, the <laughs> he's the Zack Snyder of okay. video games. He's the Zack Snyder yeah. of video games. Rent yeah. Evil was rubbish. Alien vs. Predator was rubbish. He did that as well, did he? Yeah. Wow. I'm on the, yeah. Fair. Death Race. Death yeah. Race 2. He wrote Death Race. Ooh. He didn't direct number 2, though. He just uh, produced it, I think. 
Oh my god, he's done a lot of death race stuff. He's like doing the new monster. He's doing Monster Hunter. Mm. And Namira okay. Jokovic, whatever it is. Yeah. She's in it, of course. <laughs> so is Ron Pillman. Because he'll do anything. He will do he anything. He will do anything, yeah. Uh, did you watch Between Two Fins? The film? I did. Yes, John I did. John Hamm. Yes, I'll say I did. yes to anything. Oh, I, I don't say no to nothing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, you got me at the... um. What made me want to watch it Um, was the whole um, Peter Dinklage bit. Yeah. And he's like, it's so you funny. Up, he's like, you got 120 it's the, way he leans, it's the way he leans against it and just points at it. Yeah, yeah. But obviously... Like, because everything else is fake, and it's like, well, that's obviously fake as well. Isn't yeah, it? Like, yeah. Is he aware it's fake, or is he just? It's when he comes in with the, it's like the, the the four Pepsi cans or whatever. Yeah, like I want to disappear think this film because I want to know, uh, but in that like universe, that yeah. canon, because like I want to know if he's aware that these are fakes or if he's just showing off and being an asshole. Like, I don't know. It's such a good. I bet both maybe. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think he definitely knows though. I think I think it's a, one of those like the bits of it that are between two ferns are great mm-hmm. and i think the bits of it where it's like it's just them aren't so yeah. great so but there's it, some it, funny bits you, you know did you, uh, watch did you notice the... Uh, the cameraman is um he's in an episode of his horse sunny is he who you know the one with the gang desperately tries to win an award right and he's the guy who works as suds Oh, he's like, welcome to suds okay. you know the, the what's it called yeah. the blue, the, uh, blue the guy from the uh u.s office is in that as well the equivalent to Neil, I think, in the UK office. I don't know the, his name in the US one I've got. He owns the company. He's, he's uh, what's his name's boss? Michael Scott. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's got glasses. Yeah. So. And then he, he leaves and then comes back like right at the end because he buys the company in the end. Yeah. To and then he goes it. nuts like when it goes dry and he's, he's playing the drums and shit. Yeah, that's one between them. Yeah. They go down because he's still. Did rich. we find out what she was from? We didn't. No, no, we paused the film for like. <laughs> Lost track. Yeah, I paused minutes. the film just because I wanted to say that I think. I, I love Phoebe Case, but I think she is the sexiest woman in this film. She is amazing. We didn't even finish the, the trilogies thing, but, you yeah. know. I, I don't know what we're doing with that. I don't understand. Like I. No, the whole thing is. Right. We were talking about something. Yeah. Where, oh, the good, the bad, no, bad no, Right, so yeah. the, 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 the Dollars trilogy or Th- whatever. Third right? film being the prequel is... Film, the film being the prequel. But I, don't, the same I don't from Dust Till Dawn. Dust Till Dawn 3 is uh, it's called The Hangman's Daughter, and that's a that's a prequel. But is it more that like you just do a prequel when you get desperate? Yeah, that's like, what I mean. Like, like, horror like, that's franchises what, do it. I, like, I mean, that's what I mean, like, usually... There's no big franchise. You, like, usually, doesn't, I'm pretty like, sure there's, there's a bunch of uh, trilogies where the third film is always a prequel. Yeah, but if it is, it's probably horror films. I mean, Yeah, or sci-fi. I like it. Oh yeah, friend. um, the Blade Runner side yeah, quill, oh, yeah. side quill, the Blade Runner called Soldier. It's got Kurt Russell in it, right? Directed by Paul W S Anderson. Um, I don't know why it's a side quill. I mean, what the fuck does that mean? I assume it means it's happening at the same time. I don't know. Yeah, but how is it? Unless it's like, obviously, Blade Runner is adapted from the the um, Philip K. Dick book. Um, is this one? supposed to be the same because like he's only yeah. written one book who knows man um it obviously like i it obviously didn't do too great because i've never heard of it and i've never heard anyone speak about like any other film in association with like blade runner yeah because that was the thing people were, like clucking for a blade runner sequel for years when they i think this is I what mean, people the, the film tells the story of a highly skilled soldier defying his commanders and facing a relentless and brutal genetically enhanced rival soldier so that, that sounds like uh, Blade Runner meets Terminator. Yeah. Blade Runner is like 
obviously Terminator is clearly a rip off a fucking Blade Runner anyway. Mm. It's got to be. Mm. It's not an original idea, is it's it? It's not. It's a, it's a rip off of an old. Uh... Oh. It's a rip off of an old Twilight um, Zone episode. It received, uh, received generally negative reviews oh, but praised no. the action sequences and Russell's performance. Connection to Blade Runner. So, Soldier is written by David Peoples. Right, just one guy, like not not multiple, who co-wrote the script for Blade Runner. Soldier is considered to be a spin-off sidequel, so it's basically a spiritual successor to Blade Runner, seeing both films existing in a shared fictional universe. Of the film, um, uh, uh, I don't know. It um, ref- it does refer apparently to the elements of the stories written by Philip K. Dick. Um, a spin-off from Blade Runner can be seen in the wreckage of the job. Oh, well, hold on now a minute, because. There's and Kurt Russell's character is shown to have fought in the battles referenced in Roy Batty's Dire Monologue. Right. Now, Terminator that you've seen is is a rip-off, but it's a rip-off of an episode of Close uh, Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah. Um, sorry, not Close Encounters, Out Limits. Mm-hmm. And that episode is called Soldier. So is that an adaption of that episode? No. It's a, literally just said that the the the, the reason mm. why it's connected is because the guy who, who wrote the script for Blade Runner, um, he he worked on this. No, he didn't. Yeah, mm. he worked. On, he made this, and this is kind of this this film had been written mm. for fifteen years at the time, um, and a spinner from Blade Runner, <sighs> uh, which is like a you know the the, the cars, mm. the cars they use, yeah. and then obviously, yeah, it says that apparently Kurt Russell's character shouldn't have fought in the battles. That's why. Referenced by Roy Batty's mm. monologue. Interesting. The th- shoulder of Orion and Tan Hose Gate. Oh, Hose Gate. See? Uh, I mean, mm. To me, that's not an side quill. No, that's just I a film. Be. This is a film that yeah. was written by the same guy who co wrote Blade Runner. That's it. <laughs> and he was just like, do you know what? I'm going to chuck in fucking gonna, Easter yeah, egg. Yeah, right on my way. <laughs> you know. Trying to make his own fictional universe. Yeah. The Blade Runner universe. We don't need that. We don't need We didn't that, need no. 2049. But, am I glad I exist? Yes, I am. Because it's the most beautiful looking film ever made in in the last 20, 30 years, if I'm honest. Sexy looking film. Yeah, it is. And it finally won Roger Deakins his best cinematography Oscar. He did, he got nominated for a, sh- like a shit ton of films. There we, no, he didn't do that. Blood, that was Robert Elswit. Uh, no Country for Old Men. Seen that? Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, I don't know enough. I still think it's boring. It's a bit slow. No, I mean cinematography. Uh, also, Javier Bardem is fucking amazing. Everyone else, you could take everyone else at the film. You could just watch him murdering people. people. That. It'd, be, it'd be <laughs> yeah. great. You know what I mean? His character with his fucking wig, that haircut, man. I mean, the, yeah. the scene where he's choking out the cop with the the handcuffs is my Twitter header, <laughs> and it has been for like the last like year. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Nah, like. That's a meme, do you know what I mean? It's great. That's how much I love that film. Yeah. Uh, I'm not fast on it, like I said. I've just, it's a slow burner for me. Are you a Coen Brothers fan? Like, have you seen. I wouldn't go as far as fan, but I wouldn't. I mean, I'll watch. I'll watch them. I have mean, you seen I'll watch any other they, ones? They put out. Big Lebowski, obviously. Yeah. Um, Fargo? I haven't watched Fargo, no. Uh, oh, Brother Art, though? No. That's a nice. That's a, I love that film. Um. Reason Arizona? Nope. Burn After Reading? Nope. Barton Fink? Nope. 
Um, I think we did no, True Grit. Uh, the True Grit remake, yeah, I just watched that. Uh, and um, the Ballad of Buster Hail Caesar. Scruggs, that's it. Oh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs, yeah. Hail Caesar. I, I wanted to watch Hail Caesar, but I don't know. I, I don't I don't understand what it is. Is it a comedy or like... I, I mean, know. they normally do like bleak The trailers bleak and things like that didn't do a good job of selling it to me, but I read about it beforehand and I was interested. You so need I to watch know. it just up for the Channing Tatum sailor scene. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. I will watch that. Because that is the greatest bit. Of, that's the greatest bit of all time. Mm. It's just the bit, oh, the dance, man. I remember watching it. I'm watching the cinema and I can't remember who I was with. Um, we're talking about it and they were like, oh, I had, I, I had no idea what the fuck went on in that film. Like, is it, is, is it, are you following Joel Clooney or Josh Brolin? I'm like, yeah. you follow them all. Like, it's an ensemble film, essentially. Like, not quite, you know, high scale, yeah, you know, but... fucking, you know, Boogie Nights, Magnolia ensemble. But, uh, you follow multiple characters. Mm. And Ralph Ray Fiennes is in it, and he's just amazing. The guy who plays, oh, um, Solo, um, Han Solo. Yeah. I can't remember his name now. I don't know his name. He's alright as Han Solo as well. Ah, that child is such a good little actress. I thought it was Charles, then. <laughs> He's that old? He's that old, yeah. She's banging her dad? Well, has he just come back at this point, does he? I, I, no, he hadn't left. He got arrested. He gets arrested by mistake. Yeah. And I think this is the last time we see him. He just leaves and then this is it. And we never see him again. Like, I don't know if he comes back and they are a divorce. Like, there's not much exposition on the father other than... He just kind of leaves. Like, uh, yeah. leave the scene. He just doesn't even they, say... They, he's even, he's just, they just don't disappears. explain enough. Yeah. Up, do you mean? No, I get you. Because he seems quite... He, to be fair, he seems fairly decent. Which, like I said, I, I mean, it, they don't say anything about it in the film. But it, it seems to me like he just doesn't bother with her even once he's gone. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's... it's a bit unbalanced. Oh, Charlie Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> vote for me is a vote for good. <laughs> Thank you. So do. <laughs> what the fuck did I even say? <laughs> Dude, you're illiterate. Yeah, okay, Fred. That's just a metalcore band logo, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does look like one, yeah. Went for cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the dad meant. That's why his. That's why his him leaving didn't seem so dramatic. Dramatic. Yeah. He's, just, he's, he's only thinking pumped to the shop, and then he had an, he had an yeah, epiphany when he was in the shop. Mad, where's yeah. that scene? Where's mm. the Where's the father's epiphany? Like, why am I with this mad bitch? <laughs> just fucks off to the end of time. Does he ever come back? Like, do you ever see? You don't see no, him in the future. That's it. Now that's it with the father. Done. He could have died. Mind. I. Well, mention Divorced. it then. Say something. You gotta say something. Mm, true. And like I said, or at least make him out to be just an actor. I think that just, just that dad. one line saying like the dad died or he did this yeah. would make the film from a 9% to a 99%. That's <laughs> all you need, Possibly. man. And like I said, even, it's even worse because they make him out to seem like a, a good dad. Yeah. Like if they made him out to seem like an absolute trash bag, then it'd make it sense. Because right? you, you, yeah. you, you, you'd automatically no, assume like, he's like, let it play. Don't, don't you yeah. know, trap him in the box. Weird, man. Weird. He was like, I want my daughter to be mental. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave her with this mentally abusive, possessive, insane woman that is my wife. Who won't let you walk on her carpet? Carpet, yeah. What's the point of having a living room then? Isn't it? Graniolas. That good old 90s CGI. Oh, God. Wow. Good, <laughs> 
<laughs> it looks like someone just left a sticker on the TV screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oof. We didn't check who this woman is. Oh, she keeps turning up. Like, no, 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 no. She's amazing. I give it like six weeks now. We'll finally yeah. find a list of trilogies as well, uh, prequels. I mean, that's what I'm going to do for next week. I'm going to make sure yeah. I do it. Right. It's like, that's the type of thing where we can't look into that on the fly. No. <laughs> it takes days. Yeah. I, I suck at Googling things while we're recording it anyway. That's why it takes so long. But I couldn't do that. All right. Ah, uh, here he is, Luck. What's her name? The uh... Uh, Nurse. I think she just comes up as Nurse. Because my note for her was... Uh, when I was this, I talked about this for ages with my mum today. Yeah. And I was looking at my notes and I'd just written... Uh, nurse is amazing and sexiest character in film. And I <laughs> couldn't remember who she was. I was like, what nurse is in it? And my mum was like, it's the big huge one that's like really scary. And I was like, oh yeah, she's fucking sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She could sit on my face. Honestly. She could snap me. Cheryl Hawker. Cheryl Hawker. She's known for CSI. <laughs> When you're known for CSI, that means you've... She's had, like, one bit from TV shows, Yeah. She was not in uh, Friends. Mm. No, she wasn't. Oh, Mickey, shut up. Look at that beefcake. Oof. We had all the beefcakes, all right? He looks like Hades from... uh, I was going to say, he looks like... uh, He should be in the Wizard of Oz or something. He looks like Hades from Hercules. Oh, yeah. Diet blue, isn't it? Or that yellow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the Joker. Not Joker, fucking Riddler. Ah, oh, Rick Mail Riddler. Yeah. That would have been good, man. That would have been really good. Better than Jim Carrey. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a fan of that film. It's not great. <laughs> do you watch Do you watch those films? Like ever? Not really. Don't watch any of Michael Keaton's? No. no? I, I occasionally watch Batman Returns. Like Batman Returns. If is I watch Batman any Returns of is, Batman is, Returns. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of uh, Jack Nicholson's Joker. Not a fan. No, it's quite average. I mean, it's, it's and I, and it's one thing that kind of changes it for me. It's literally because he's just too large. Yeah, he's quite square, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, I get exactly what you mean. Yeah, I think he'd be a good that. or elder kingpin. Yeah, like kingpin in like you know, like when he's like eighty. Yeah, I get. I mean, I'd be pretty um, cool. but no, I just you know, I just I like I, I kind of like I like scrawny jokers. Yeah. Wiry. Yeah, I yeah, get you wiry. Yeah. This is Annabelle. And I think that's why Jared Leto... Oh, my God. That's why Jared Leto's Joker didn't do anything for me, because I think he's just too good-looking. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what, though? I, I think I, that's why Joaquin other Phoenix... Than, other than, like, the actual look of the character, the, the tattoos and the fucking stupid teeth, yeah. I thought he was quite a good Joker. I think he's... In terms of, like, he's I more... I think he's one of the best parts psycho- of that film. He's more of a psychopath. Yeah. Rather than... Like, he... I definitely you know, feel as if you were sitting in a room and you would you wouldn't have an idea what he's gonna do next. He, he really sold it to me. I I thought he was quite good. I gotta be. Yeah. Gotta be fair. I think he's just such a good looking dude though, isn't he? So like. Yeah, and it's never, you're never gonna make his face. The whole know? look of his character. And there's no way he's gonna he's gonna well. he's gonna do anything that drastic. Like you mm. know, like scar his face or anything like that. Do you know what I mean, he didn't even have, didn't even have the scars, did he? No. Was, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean, the scars Phoenix man, really he's good. gonna he's gonna get it for me hands down. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard mixed things. Like, uh, no, what, I mean him, just him alone. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, when it, like that whole stand innovation thing came out and everything, I was like, oh, yeah, amazing. But now it's gone to like more like general critics and reviewers. Yeah. 
I've seen quite mixed. And also, it's, a lot of people are like, you know, it's a typical DC vs. Marvel thing going on as well. So, like, mm. you know, Marvel fanboys are just going to be hate that, blasting man. for no reason. Childish. Honestly, people, just, anyone who says just DC just, stuff is too dark for them clearly has never uh, read a DC comic since the fucking 80s. It's got 77 around tomatoes, but it was on 92, I think, at one point. Yeah. And then most of them are clearly bloody. And my, my biggest issue is that I just don't feel we need it. I don't think I just we hope need they do it, a, man. Rotten Tomatoes do a sweep again like they did for Endgame. Yeah. Because the, the people are. Like the fake reviewers. Fake reviewers, things, yeah, yeah. yeah. That with like uh, Captain yeah. Marvel as well. I mean, the it? casting's great. I'm liking Phoenix and Anthony Beats. The casting is amazing. Mark Maron, Francis Conroy. I just don't see why we need it. And I, I honestly, I know they said they haven't, and I don't, I don't care what they've said. If that makes a lot of money, they will spin their universe off from that. I'm telling you, they will link that into their universe if it makes. Which I feel bank. like they should do. I feel like they should completely wipe the slate mm. with everything bar Wonder Woman and and. They need to do a flashpoint. They they have to do flashpoint. Joker. I feel like I think it's gonna be. I, I know it's gonna be a different because it it's, it feels. Have you ever seen the King of Comedy? The King of Comedy. Yeah. The Scorsese film. Uh yeah. Robert I have. I have. Yeah. It's literally the same film. Mm. Right. That's what I've seen a lot of people saying. Oh, it's just Taxi Driver, but with the Joker and things. like It's Taxi like, Driver yeah. and King of Comedy yeah. mixed into one. And you, there are there are there's a lot of Scorsese elements in it. You can you can tell from the trailer. But wasn't Scorsese supposed to make it? Wasn't he going to make it, it with Leo DiCaprio? No, he's going to produce it with Leo. Um, that would not have. Nah. That was nah. that was the thing though, wasn't I it? I think I I I think that's why I, I don't know. I just think Joaquin Phoenix is probably all my favorite actors. I think he just. Mm. I think he's one of the very few great method actors. He's a great actor. Yeah. I, like I mean, there's a, a lot of method actors like Jared Leto. You, I mean, he yeah. was really good in Dallas Buyers Club. I love um, for a dream. Gladiator. Uh, like, oh my god! In the Emperor and Gladiator, he's so he's so creepy as well, and just yeah, it's like slimy. And then in, and, in oh. Here and Vice, he's you know dark, yeah. and he's just like stoner. Have you seen Eight Millimeter? Eight Millimeter? No, I haven't. Oh, that's quite good. Uh, it's Nicolas Cage film. He's like a private detective. That's not Cronenberg, is it? No, I don't think so. It's quite old, like nineties. He's yeah. Cronenberg's been doing. He did the Fly. Maybe then it could be. Um, yeah, he's a private detective, and he gets hired by this this big, massive, huge, like Donald Trump millionaire type guy dies, and his wife hires him because she finds a porn film in his collection. Oh, okay. Yeah. And this yeah. girl, and she gets killed in the film, so she hires Nicholas Cage, and she's like, "Right, is this real? Who's this girl? Was my husband an absolute fucking maniac?" Yeah. Uh, so obviously he goes in the case, but he goes in this porn shop and. Joaquin Phoenix is the guy that works there, and he like hires him as his like, uh, like go between guy who like takes him to all the places and stuff. Yeah, he's really good in it, man. It's a, yeah. it's a good film. I just googled it. It's, uh, Joel Schumacher. Is it? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been told to watch that because um, it's not great, but it's I'm a talking good about watch. like you know films where um, it's quite dark. I'm trying to find films that are similar to Chinatown. Yeah, it's more of like a um like a why done it rather mm. than a who done it. Is that kind of like? Is yeah, it like yeah, that? you're right. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think they're just yeah way better than Who Done It. It's like who cares? Yeah, yeah. You're I right. don't. I mean, obviously, he is trying to find like who produced the film, but it is like you said. Why? Why? Do you mean it's just yeah? Why? It's good. That's why. Um, and man, some of the like you said, it's it's really dark and it's quite grotty. Like some of the places he takes him, like like underground like places that sell porn and they're like selling. Like, 
like child pornography and like animal stuff. It's really yeah. fucking like grotty and gritty. Disgusting. And, isn't it? Yeah, very good film. There's a sequel that came out recently, but it's not like a crappy like straight DVD cash grab. Yeah, it's a sequel. We banged Richard Fonda. Oh yeah, Annabelle. She's in the start, isn't she? In the car, isn't it? No, that was her in the party just now when he looks up at her skirt. Oh, she's a bit clingy. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, chasing him on the boat is a bit much. Right. I think that's another part why I don't like that scene because it just makes us seem a bit. Yeah. That's it. Cut his throat. I would never trust anyone else to shave me in a million years. No, ever, I ever, am. ever, ever. And but I mean, obviously, at the minute I'm not. But when I do shave, I use a straight razor, so that's not on the cards. That's not yeah. like go there. Are, are you just? It's because you like Spinny Todd, and you think no, it's just, just gonna slice your fucking throat. No, nah, it's do you know where it is. My hair is really weird, and I find like the like Gillette ones they pull my hair out rather than like cut it. Yeah, and it leaves me like really like bad red marks where you can see like the hair's been pulled out on my face yeah uh, and sorry it just does it really clean so it's easier I don't trust them like, I, I, trust I, them I do like the initial shave with it and then like I clean it up with a, the Gillette one but yeah. because obviously it's all gone then so it's not pulling it's just trimming the short like yeah. stubble no yeah. I don't know what it is my, it's because it's my hair is so like thin it's really fine Yeah. so like it doesn't cut it's nothing to like resist against the razor, but rather it just gets tangled in it and fucking pulls. You know I mean? Yeah. Whereas with the straight razor, it just fucking does it straight off. Hold on a minute now. Hold on a second. Who the f has a fridge like this? Who has a fridge with a shelf like a half shelf in it? Um, What's that about? That's not real. That's how you trip in. That's gotta be. Yeah, that's gotta be. Trip Look in. at the way the food stack. No one does that. No one has a fridge like that. No. That's that doesn't exist. That's annoyed me for some reason. That's really pissed me off. I don't know why. <laughs> No, it's definitely she's seen it, though. I like that the colour fades from his suit. Oh, yeah. The more pills she takes. And, well, like, he obviously looks a lot iller. Oh, my God, some of the CGI is absolutely terrible, isn't it? <laughs> what do you mean, terrible? It's amazing. I mean, you've got to give it his 91 mine, so... Yeah, oh, yeah, good point, yeah. yeah. Jurassic Park was 93, though. To be fair, though, have you, have you, seen, how they made, also... have you seen how they made those um the dinosaurs? Mm. It's, if you notice, like, dinosaurs are mainly shown at night. Right, yeah. Um, it's something to do with like the lighting effects. Ah, uh, okay, like with the skin and yeah. like to get like the shadows right and stuff. It, it's it's really good. That's right? one of my defenses of the uh, like Star Wars prequel trilogy about everyone saying oh, there's way too much CGI. There is. I absolutely agree. There's way too much CGI in that film, but you cannot criticize the quality of the CGI. It's pretty good there's for what it is. There's though. a scene where uh, Yoda's walking through the Jedi Temple and like the lighting in it when it hits his ear and it glows through and I. Was, I just level of detail. Yoda looks pretty good. Yeah, I mean, didn't they, the detail. Is, is the Yoda in the last edit is in like a mix between practical and CGI? The Didn't, puppet, yeah. Yeah, it's, he's kind of like a puppet in it, mm. it, but he's also CGI. I think it's like what they've done with uh, uh, Darker Darker stuff. Stuff where they, yeah. yeah. More like just facial expressions mm. and stuff. And then, yeah, there's a guy in there, like, you know. Yeah, that's the, why she says she's scared to be alone. That's what this film is all about. Not about her trying to get her husband back. It's about yeah. her dealing with that would make, that would being make alone. more sense, yeah. Just die. Nah. Once, like I said, once I watched this, when I was old enough to understand what it was really about, this whole scene just really made me cry. And it yeah. does sometimes as well. Now, if I'm having a weird day, I'll actually Ooh, cry in those uh, whispers. Mm. It's, it's quite weird. creepy as well. Yeah. It reminds me of like Nightmare on Elm Street. 
Yeah, um, yeah. Four, I think four. Where they go in the miniature house. That is a series I need to binge watch again. It's a lot to binge watch. Did you ever watch uh, the series Friday's Nightmares? No. Oh is it bad? Mm, it's a bit hit and miss. Uh, it's like an anthology thing. Some of them are right, some of them are bad. Have you seen uh, New Nightmare? Watching. Yes. That's the one where he comes into like the real, real world. world. Yeah. yeah. I've, seen, I've seen them all, man. I've seen... I don't think I've seen... I've seen like, I think up to like five on that. And then Friday the 13th, I've seen mm. up to seven. And then... um. No, Seven's only takes Manhattan. I haven't seen that one. Uh, Freddy vs. Jason. That is a shit show. Um, uh, Jason right. X with the one where he's in uh, space. Jason X, man. Oh, my God. Nuts, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I think that's more of a black comedy, though. I think Jason X sort of embraced how stupid like the franchise oh, yeah. is getting. Because it's kind of black, like when he starts beating the woman in the sleeping bag. Yeah. like I think it was quite tongue-in-cheek, Jason X. I think they started getting like that from part three, but I'm honest. Mm. Well, I'd, I'd prefer part two to part one of uh, Friday the 13th. I like part one because of the fact that it isn't Jason. It's his mum, yeah. Yeah. Did you know they were going to do a sequel to uh, Freddy vs. Jason, but with Ash from Evil Dead? Wasn't it Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash? Yeah, I remember that. That's been, yeah. sh- that's been developed done, hell for um, God knows how long. They've done a comic series about it, and it's quite good. I don't understand how... That's, that's not even a... A fair pairing though, is it? Uh, well, it is, isn't it? Ash, Ash isn't is the chosen one. So, have you seen the series? Yeah, I've seen some of the series. Yeah. Oh my god, I love the series. When they announced it was coming, I was like, "I'm it's not." Gone now, isn't uh, it? Yeah, yeah, I'm gutted. I was, I did not want it all. I was like, "We do not need this." I don't want to see Bruce Camp. Like, I don't want to see him looking old. I don't. There's nothing they can do to sell this to me. Yeah, but obviously, good. I watched it. That man. What a great series that was. I think it was really underappreciated. And what's her name as well from uh, Xena? Uh, Lucy Lawless. Lucy Lawless, yeah. His brother's in it as well, isn't it? Um, what's his name's brother? Um, Sam Raimi's Sam brother. Sam Raimi's brother, yeah. Oh man, it was really good. Like The third I, the third series, I thought I was going to dip you because I don't know where they're going to go. But what it did really do? didn't. Three. Three. Did three. Good ending. Oh no, it wasn't. It didn't fin- they didn't get to finish the story, did they? They kind of just got cancelled without really finishing. No, they fin- uh, to be honest, they kind of finished the story in season two. Yeah. Um, which is what, like I said, that's why I sort of thought, mm, I'm not going to be on board with season three, but um, it's weird. It's I'll tell you what, it's like the end of Army of Darkness, the third one. Yeah. You know where it's just like he, he ends up in the future and it's like, okay, it's that, it's literally that. Oh. Like he wakes up, he goes to fight this uh, like huge demon ass thing and then Beats it, falls asleep, or gets frozen, or air, and wakes up like in the future, like way further in the future. Yeah, because the link is in uh, Jason Goes to Hell, which I think is maybe like the ninth one or like fourteenth one, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> you can see he's got the Necronomicon. Yeah, on his desk, which is probably how he keeps coming back to life. Ah, and that's like the Lincoln thing. Okay, and that at, changes actually, things at then. the end, of, I think at the end of that film, that's when. Freddy like puts his hand up and grabs Jason mask in the post credit scene, yeah. and that links the three of them, and that was the original intention, is that obviously Ash would go looking for the Necronomicon which Jason had. Fuck. Mm. Oh, we're gonna check this because I want to see if, they, if if someone's still trying to make this film. I mean, it needs to be nah. made now. I, honestly, I think the Evil Dead, anything to do with the Evil Dead, should just be left alone now. Uh, I think Freddy. The, I think the 2013 remake is pretty good. 
Versus Ash. Yeah. But I don't oh, yeah, I like that anymore. one. It was kind of good. Yeah, the ending was mm. pretty right. They didn't do anything about it, did they? They made a movie trailer. Yeah, but it's probably a fake one, isn't it? No, Bruce Campbell's in it, apparently. Yeah, it's a six-series um, issue that was released by uh, um, Wildstorm yeah. DC Comics. Yeah. Um, it's good. You got a sequel, apparently. Yeah. Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash, The Nightmare Warriors. Yeah, I got a few sequels. Um, and with the film, though. Don't give a shit about the comic. What's the film? Hey, that's going nowhere not, what, now. I mean... Oh, hi on. There's a 14-minute short. 2011. Um, um, I'm yeah, totally lost. Where did Fred go? What? He's gone, is he? Yeah. She has she embraced being alone now, is she? She has, yeah. So her final line to him is like... I, <laughs> like I, I don't need you... Or if I, his final line is like, you don't need me anymore, you're fine on your own. Because she has that little breakdown as well. But she's like, I don't mm. want to be alone. I feel like we just talked about something else completely. Yeah, we got way sidetracked with the fucking Evil Dead. Yeah, ah, it was, yeah. And like in the weird little house thing, obviously, like confronts her mother and Charles, obviously her two biggest problems. Yeah. Boom. F you, Charles. Boom. What a great film. That's a horrible thing to say oh, to a child, isn't wow. it? Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. oh she's bitch. horrible, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve, bitch. Bye. Yeah. Go on, Liz. That, see, that's what it is with the mother. She's just afraid of being lonely. And I think she's afraid of her, Liz being lonely as well. That's why I think she's so on it with the Charles thing. Yeah. But and obviously the Charles she thing goes about it like the completely wrong way, but I think it, Yeah, but it, like it the whole Charles thing as well then, but that wouldn't that take her away as well? Yeah. So, do you know I mean? Or oh, she's just trying to, like, she's like, I'm all alone. I don't want you to be alone. So yeah, that's what I mean. This... Find you a guy. Even if he's a fucking douchebag. Mm. I get what that review means, though. That one that says it's kind of like... it. The, the story cut there just wasn't... It's not um, explained well enough. Executed as well as it could have mm. been. I feel like it could have been done... Like, I mean, I'm not saying they should like, remake think, this, but... I think you have to watch this a few times to get like what fully what's going on like yeah. with the mother and the whole... Like I said, it, it's a layered film. And this is our final scene with fucking douchebag Mickey, which leads us to our one and only banger of the week. Yeah. And it's another Ash Hughes special sure. banger. Okay. Boom. So, let me get my notes out here. So, my theory is, and I've got evidence for it as well, is okay. that Mickey's ex-wife was abusive. Okay. So... If that explain that explains why he's so, uh, you know... Yeah, I mean, he and... says at the start that he's having issues with her and that she's problematic. He has custody of the daughter, which, I mean... Says the fact is, statistically, in custody battles, most of the time the mother gets custody. Yeah. Also, she sees Fred. And I don't think it's because, obviously, Fred... I think it's because she's obviously heard Mickey mention Fred. Mm-hmm. But, obviously, that child might be being mentally abused like Liz was by her mother. Yeah. So I think Mickey's ex-wife was abusive. That explains a lot about her. Just Either how, physically how, or mentally. How he, um, how he acts. Do you know what yeah. I mean? How can I, I would say he's clingy, but I feel like he's, he's very, he's, tr- yeah. he's trying his best to like, he's desperate and, you know, he doesn't want to lose someone again or that kind of thing. Yeah. That has a good, that's a fucking banger. Yeah, it's only a little little, little one, one, but it's still a banger. Still a banger. I mean, no shite, does you? Yeah. It's hard, to fi- it's hard to find theories on 30-year-old films that weren't popular. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Unless you've watched them a million times and you come up with it on your own. Couldn't see my hand gestures there, but forget. <laughs> yeah, I saw this, but what did this mean? Uh, that's like what she used to do with Fred. So she, that's her sort of realising oh, right, yeah, Fred. Yeah. Oh, coot. Yeah. Wow. That was a drop dead Fred. That was drop dead Fred. Still can't believe that Kai Fisher's in it, though. Brilliant. It's just, great it, just, it, well. just makes, it makes no sense to me at this point. Yeah. Like, I've only seen this film, like, as a kid, so, like, watching it now is... She's the only friend that Liz has, like, real friend. Like, she's fucking like so much older than her. Yeah. Yeah, why Why? why she got, like, such How? old... I wonder if that's, like... But then they, then they work together, though. I and don't think so, no. I thought, I thought she worked in that building with her. Well, no, she used to work... She was, uh, I don't know what the word for it, there is a word for it. She was, like, the typer in a courtroom, like a transcriptor. Yeah. And uh, Carrie Fisher's a lawyer, so maybe they must have worked in the must yeah. have worked in the same, but maybe yeah. worked in the courts just like through yeah, you know, possibly. Mutual, you know, it doesn't matter. cases together, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, and I wonder if that the reason, like, I mean, Charles is definitely a lot older. Like you said, Carrie Fisher's character's a lot older. I wonder if that's the mother, it's like interference as well. Yeah, like she's looking for a mother and father figure in Charles and Carrie Fisher. Another banger. Another banger. Another banger. That's a secret one, that is. Yeah. This film is slippery one, that Fucking was. layered, man. It is layered, just like onions and Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that done, what we got to do? What, what news we got? What's, what news we got? News? I mean, it's the biggest news of all this week. Yeah. You know what it is? Yeah. He shoots things out of himself. It's white and it's sticky. It's Spider Man. Back with the MCU. You. Whoop. Yeah, I think Venom is as well. Because remember I said last week I saw a little thing where they were saying Venom is involved too. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It was part of a deal. I did. It was like a thing going on of the deal, mm. wasn't it? Yeah. That's mental. I, I mean, we called it. I knew there was, there was we, no way. I'm 100% sure, maybe even a few weeks. It's only been like five weeks, right? So in, yeah. within the last five weeks, we have said that it's a publicity stunt. It was so neat posturing, absolutely. There's no proof that there was any, any figures... You know, um, in an agreement. No, there's none yeah. of that. It was just basic. It was just basically quotes from Kevin Feige and Amy Pascal, Pascal and yeah. all the rest of people saying they couldn't come to an agreement. And I'm just like, nah, that's a PR stunt. It's got to be. Yeah. Uh, like, unless... Honestly, like I said, I can't imagine that there's not one person, not one single person in Sony who would stand up and say, "Is this a good idea?" Do you mean that? That's impossible. Otherwise, that then the company shouldn't exist. Yeah. Do you mean that? And it, they wouldn't, because that would have been, they would have killed that franchise. Hands down, yeah. Even if to, they could got Tom Holland back, Zendaya back, you take that Marvel Productions logo off it, people will boycott it just out of, like, principle. Spite, yeah. Yeah. I mean, John Watts is back as well, director. Uh, all the cast are back. Mm. I don't know if Michael Keaton's in it. I'm wondering if they think, they'll, they, I'm I wondering think, if they, they like think they're going to rush the a Sinister Six. Yeah, I feel like they, I feel like yeah. they could take another few movies to get there. I feel like I feel like set it up in this one. Like Sinister Six could one. be the equivalent to like um, into the whole Civil War plot. Mm. Like it was like a side plot that kind of you know dipped in to make you know set up the events Who, of Infinity War. Who's your villain that. for this one then? What for the, the, the phase, this new phase or whatever? Well, for third Spider Man. Yeah. For Spider Man, I mean, it's either going to be a rush Sinister Six or it'll be Dark Ark. You think? I feel like they might. You might. They, um, they might take a route where, in his third, you know, his senior year, he ends up like doing like a part time working with uh, with uh, Octavius. I think they're gonna go with the chameleon. 
Because yeah. now everyone knows Peter Parker's Spider-Man. Yeah. And Kamina's going to run around with Peter Parker's face doing all sorts of crimes. Or, or at least I think Kamina will definitely be in it. Yeah. But also because... I don't think Kamina's big enough to... Well, then again, I mean... Neither was Mysterio, man. Neither was... Fa- Vulture definitely wasn't. I mean... Plus Craven the Hunter. Mysterio is a massive villain. He's my favourite. So I think that's why I think he's like, mm. you know... And also he was fucking great. I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal. You know I mean? Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, they also announced the Madam Web movie. Yeah. Don't need that. Don't need that at Get all. Get that nah, off. No. Nah. Don't know who they should cast, though. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep was Madam Web. Uh, yeah. Why not? But just don't make it. That, whose don't idea it. is that? Don't need it. No yet. one needs that. Don't need it yet. No, we don't need a, a film of her at all. She does nothing. She sits in a chair and watches the multiverse and interferes. That's not a film. Oh. The only way that could work as a film is if they'd done it as an anthology and mm-hmm. it's not about her, it's about her watching she's like the other watch- Spider-Man she's, she's like doing the, shit. She's like the Watchers and yeah, MCU. I just can't see that working mm-hmm. for me. Nah, maybe that's their way of trying to open in, open in something, I don't know. Uh, it's just so, I think they're desperate to try and milk it's off. So, they're they're, they're getting... trying to milk off the Disney wave because I think Venom only made so much money because people were going in thinking, oh, there's definitely going to be a Spider-Man reference. They're lying. Yeah. And I think... Because I, I, I don't think they're allowed to do it because... The, the, Per the agreement is they're mm. not allowed to like have Spider Man yet. We don't need him. I mean, they do because of money, but why don't they just do kind of do like a similar deal to like Universal? Exactly. I, I, with the, I just... with the Hulk and stuff. But then again, that's even sillier because they're they're allowed to make. Also, we gotta remember Hulk didn't do that great at Universal anyway. Whereas Spider Man no. was was making back. It only did well enough because it was a Tony Stark. Uh, yeah, cameo at the end. I linked it. Uh, the original, the whole, I watched that, that like film though. When I when I when I uh, when I mm. redid the MCU, like I do the watch Eric one was didn't no. do anything. I like Aaron. Like, we've seen it. I think Aaron Norton, yeah. like he's alright. But again, like you said, that's with because of a little bit of MCU tinkering. Yeah. You mean whereas Spider Man was successful without Marvel's production stuff. Yeah. So that's mean, true. it's easier to do a deal with Hulk than it is Spider Man. Yeah. Uh, what else, Marvel? Uh, Ronda Rousey as She-Hulk. Uh, nope. She's not a She-Hulk, is she? They haven't announced it, but th- like there's that whole news thing where she's like the front runner to do it. I've seen something. Uh, Stephanie Beatriz from uh, Book Nine Nine. Yeah, she I've seen that. I'm up for that. Yeah, I'd like that. Yeah, yeah. That's that. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if if they want to go down, like they they have want to have someone like like who is combat training the MMA fighter or whatever mm-hmm. you've got to go with Gina Carano surely I don't want her either she's too fucking robotic yeah but name me name me another female MMA actress don't need one no I I, I know but what I'm saying is if they if that's what they want to do they're going for Ronda Rousey because of that because of the can MMA they just hire actors and then they can train no I agree actors, but like, you know, cause say, lot, if they are like right we want someone who is yeah. an MMA I can't try, imagine going with yeah, I can't imagine going with Ronda Rousey over Gina Carano. But I wouldn't go with you. I'd just like I'm all for Stephanie Beatrice. I think that should be the choice. Yeah, that's a good choice. I mean, fuck it, why not? I, I mean, will that mean she'll have to leave Brooklyn Nine Nine then? Though it's not going to go on for long, though, is it? No, it's a TV show, so she should be able to balance both. Hmm. She Hulk could probably be produced in in a similar way as films. Yeah, Netflix shows did the same. They they they, they split over weeks and they hmm. do it like Brooklyn Nine Nine shot once a week, I think. Fair. I think it was shot, shot in bulk 
for a bit. I don't know how TV shows are shot in America and stuff, but I'm pretty sure in the UK it's like once a week. They yeah. they shoot an episode a week. What are the news we got? I don't have many news. Uh, I can't get anything else. No. Oh, Kevin Feige doing the Star Wars film. Don't care. No, not me to be honest. I'm. I mean, I'm, I'm kind I'm of over Star Wars. Wars. Yeah. Disney's kind of killed it for me, which is really hard to say because I was huge. You, you should be the opposite. Yeah. I mean, the the only thing I can generally say I like or would or loved from Star Wars since Disney's taken over. Clone Wars doesn't count because it was technically still Lucas from then. Rebels, but there's a big but with that. That's because Dave Filoni does Rebels, and yeah. Dave Filoni also done Clone Wars and stuff for Lucasfilm, and he knows exactly what he's doing, and so does Pablo Hidalgo. Yeah. Whereas everything else outside that has been well, trash. Was Kathleen Kennedy was the yeah I the don't... head on show? Yeah, I don't think she she's gone now. Decisions. They've they've, they've uh, cut her off, I think. Have they? Yeah, a while back. Yeah, yeah I think because the last choice. Jedi just didn't do so well, or Solo didn't do as well, and it's like, oh. are they 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 got no idea what they're doing with Star Wars? As a thing, we're gonna. I want to campaign the, the, a thing about films and how money should not be, yeah, the deciding factor when you should make a sequel, whether you should, because mm. you should make a sequel just because it made well. Honestly, it, it do you mean make some more original stuff? I think there's uh, a lot of there's a, there's a lot of there's, there's millions of talented screenwriters out there. I think part of the problem as well original is ideas. They just, they've just announced everything. Fucking Ryan Johnson's doing a trilogy. The Game of Thrones guys are doing a trilogy. That, that that's without like you Don't know they said oh they're gonna do another trilogy again. That's not about the stop, Skywalkers. Stop, <coughs> stop like Kevin stop. Feige's now doing a film. That's they keep like, announcing like 13, oh we've got like films. You got like thirty films coming from this one yeah. director, and you're like, hey, you stop trying to do an MCU. MCU only. Did that once in phase two mm. for phase three, and then they fucked up for them, so they're not doing that anymore. But they've they're announcing things that are in production, yeah, like they're in production. These are just ideas, you know. What what are they doing? Just just make a film. Don't answer to making a trilogy. Just make a film, yeah. Because people are gonna say, oh, trilogy. Oh, well, the first one wasn't as good. Hopefully, the next one's better. It's just luring people in for money. They're just luring stupid people. That's um, uh, like the thing with the Mortal Engines uh, books now. They, Peter Jackson done the film adaption. And I mean, it's supposed to be. It, it'll need to be a trilogy, but that's, that's not going to be. Probably a trilogy done now. that. Eh? Yeah, it's come out. It's it's all right. I enjoyed it, but I like I said, I'm a big fan of the box. But also, you can't make those books into films. It doesn't no. translate. I mean, the film is all right, but it's just all right. And there's so much, so much missing from it. Yeah, uh, they just it. It is impossible to translate that book as a film. It's just it's too big. Yeah, do you mean? And. Again, you can't say that's going to be a trilogy and th- that's not getting a second and third. There's no way. No. I think so. I'd be sure. I'd be, I, I, don't get me wrong. I'd be glad if it does because, like I said, I enjoyed it, but yeah. I really don't fucking see it. Okay. That's it for the news, isn't it? That's it for the news. Yeah, what did we watch or what we watched? Sorry. Uh, well, I'm assuming we've both watched the new ep- new steps sort of Always Sunny. I haven't yet. No? No, I'm waiting for the oh, boys. Oh, man. I'm waiting for the boys to watch it so we can... Which you guys, I guess. Oh, uh, I watched it. What do you think? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I mean, it's the thing. The thing is, with sitcoms, it's hard to like say things about them. Do you mean because you just you either laugh or you don't. You know. Was um, it be- was it like a decent episode though? Did yeah. It, did oh, it yeah, feel definitely. like old Sunny? Yeah, it's definitely very fucking. Cold Apparently, now. season so, four. I've, with I, people saying season fourteen so far, feels like old Sunny. Yeah. Like, no. Like yeah. Pre season ten, nine, ten. Yeah. It's yeah, it's pretty good, man. It was it was decent, Alexi, and uh, I can't remember the other guy's name. Is it 
it's just Alexi and whatever. Okay. I think it's Nicky. Alexi and Nicky, maybe. Just, oh man, so funny. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll watch that Meat now. Cubes. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that no, means. It's good, it's good. <laughs> um, oh, Boogie Nights. I watched Boogie Nights yeah. again, yeah. Seen that? Thought, you, haven't seen that? you haven't seen it yet? No, I still haven't seen it. I don't know why. Because I... it's probably because it's two hours and 40 minutes long. Yeah, that is it. Yes. I mean, if if you it's did you like Goodfellas? It's all right. I did mean... you like, you didn't like The Wolf of Wall Street, did you? No. It's got a vibe of both of them. It follows one person, mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, it's about the porn, the porn industry and, you know, mm-hmm. his name's Dirk Diggler. <laughs> like, what a great name. Fair. It's really good as well. It just, the way, way, you know, it's kind of more like Wolf of Wall Street, I'd say. Um, in terms of like just how the structure works, yeah, you know how they just go through different decades, but it's only they only go through the seventies and eighties. But um, well, for Wall Street goes through like it doesn't even show you where it goes through. It doesn't, yeah, you know, it just, it just next next minute it's just the nineties and Foo Fighters is playing on the background. You're like, hang on, I thought we were still in the eighties. Do you know what I mean? But this it's great. Don Cheadle's in it. Mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, Julianne Moore. Decent. The woman from uh, Austin Powers kind of run him. Which we're talking about is the first. The second one. Second, second. Heather Graham. Heather Graham. I keep thinking her name is in. I don't know. Yeah. Fucking Bit Reynolds. Fair. The yeah, I see no more. Yeah. Bit Reynolds, man. I got the mustache, though. It's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's Boogie Nights. Yeah. I watched the new. I'm going to cut that out because I, I just rambled on. I watched the new South Park. New South Park is that, was it? 23, is it? 323. Mexican Joker, yeah. Mexican Joker? Um, I wasn't too fast on it, to be honest. No? No, I didn't laugh. Is it dying on you? It's not, because I really enjoyed the last season. I don't know, it's just... Just one. Just didn't land. Just didn't episode. land. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, there's funny bits in it, but I wasn't... Laughing out loud. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't rank it. It's not, it's not quite Cat Orgy. Yeah. Episode. <laughs> yeah, I get it! <laughs> How far into it are you now? I just watched that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. season is that? Like three. Three. Well, I could be doing better. That's so much. Have I you s- seen I... the Game of Thrones ones? No, I haven't. Why have you not watched the Game of because Thrones? Because I want to watch it in order. Ah, uh, no. Fuck, fuck watching it in order. No, I want to watch it in order. That's the way I work. My brain works. You uh, have to do no. it. Season one. That's why when I rewatch TV shows, I'm like, I get You're going to struggle because some episodes in that, like, like. Early few years. Yeah, yeah. Some, are, some are a bit slow, like. Like the um, it picks up the what's it called the planet Arium. <laughs> you that love one. the planet Arium. <laughs> planet. Bring all Arium. your friends to the planet Arium. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it start it, like it starts to peak at season seven, and then for me it just continues peaking right up until about season eighteen. I've seen a lot of episodes from like you know later on, like you know just mm. watching it through the years on Comedy Central and stuff, but. I've only ever seen like the first five seasons, and I know I've seen every episode from those first five seasons. Yeah. But yeah, so there's a lot of there's a lot have of episodes done, like, I have I, just not. I seen. don't know which seasons in, but have you done Mr. Hanky's Christmas special yet? The one when he reads from the book. Yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, songs. yeah, yeah. The songs. Yeah. Right. Honest to God, anytime like who comes up for a night, like we watch that episode and sing along to it. It doesn't matter what time of year it is. January. Is it on with Cornwallis Pooh? Ah uh, no, that's um, that's much later on. That's like say, right. season six, maybe. Fuck Cornwallis. 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 I remember, Poo. like, I, know, I think I remember when season seven came out. I think oh, was it season seven, the one with the um, they joined, they joined the like the scouts, and the guy uh, who's like the a, pedo a pedophile. Or yeah. yeah. Oh god, that's 
no, I think that's quite it. Oh, no, actually, no, there is it, because that's where Jimmy first comes into it. Yeah, season seven, I'm pretty sure yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. No, that was right. years ago. Yeah, Jimmy just it's like comes into it. like 2005 or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'll let me see what the second one is. So Guys, I like it. My name's Jimmy. I watched Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans. Yeah. And we need to check when that was put into production and written, because if it was before Endgame, Marvel got a big problem on their hands. Which one's that now? Is that, one, is that the one with uh, Stanley? Is it the film? What now? No, that like Stanley had a cameo in it, like an animated version. Oh no, no, no. No, have you seen Teen that? Titans. Is it Teen Titans? He's in no, that. Teen Titans is DC. Yeah, I know, but there's oh, a, no, there's oh, a yeah, stupid no, little oh, cameo. Oh yeah, I remember you telling me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. like, I'm in, I'm in the wrong universe or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So it's them, so, but it's with like the Teen Titans series from when oh, I was a okay. kid. Yeah. And there's a scene in it which is very end game. I like. So oh, they, are they it, facing each other or something? Uh, yeah, like, but just... then Rob like uh, clicks finger and loads of like pink portal, portals open up behind him, and Teen Titans from all the other universes come through. So like the Young Justice ones come through, and it's like Nightwing and all of them. Um, right. The original what's Teen it, Titans. What's this called? Through. Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans. 2019 film. Oh, 21st of July after. Yeah, when was it? When was it? Well, there was no way it was put into production before Endgame. I mean, no, because it's computer animated. They can do it way quicker than yeah. Was, yeah. Interesting. Um, when there's a little joke at Endgame's expense, or they are just straight up ripping off, off Endgame. They said it's more thematically similar to Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, it is. That it's really good. That um, would make more sense. Yeah. Because uh, the Teen Titans Go thing, I can't believe the animation is too childish, but the original Teen Titans was the shit so I was quite excited to yeah, see it. that and then so when they bring all the others in it's pretty fucking cool yeah uh, I haven't watched Titans this week I'm gonna watch that later yeah from what I hear Aqualad is in it because the episode's title is Aqualad, Aqualad. <laughs> fuck you know I love that Aqualad yeah what a fucking stupid name he's alright is there an Aqua boy no no Aqualad just Aqualad they got Super Boy we got you got uh, Bat Boy or whatever, and now we got Aqualad. No, I haven't. Aqualad. Is there dude. is there like a is a Green Lantern one equivalent? No, because I know Green isn't, three, yeah, isn't there a Green Arrow one is fucking um, Speedy in it. Oh, Green Arrow, a psychic changing all the time. One minute he's Speedy, then he's Arsenal, then he's Red Hood. Yeah, Speedy. Oh, he's a fucking heroin addict, wasn't he? Yeah. Rest in peace. Give him a fucking slap for that. He did. Oh yeah, he did. Did. it's very controversial. <laughs> he did die, right? Um. Mm, well, I just I said mean, no one in comics for... dies, so no. But if he, he die from a heroin overdose, though, no. Oh well, shame. Should have, <laughs> should have. Yeah. Um, you get. I watched <laughs> it, Man Two and Three. Yeah. So for the first time out, I watched those from. I, well, not as much three. I don't like three that much. I've watched the first two at least six times on Netflix. For the first time last night, I noticed there's dubbed versions. Uh, I didn't watch the first one because it depresses me. Um. <laughs> I mean, they're all quite depressing, but yeah. either way. So I was like, oh, because I noticed because it came up with writing. I was like, well, why isn't it translating that in the subject it normally does? And then I also noticed it was on English dubbed. I made it about 30 seconds into it. How bad is it? It's the worst thing ever. It is awful. I don't understand. Like, how how can you be a voice actor or anyone involved in dubbing and not understand how to like 
express emotion in your voice or and you're just talk you're just talking like, yeah it just doesn't make sense it's weird as shit it's really like monotone everyone sounds like it sounds like the same person is dubbing just a, every someone's just character. reading the script like just without yeah that, yeah and it's it, it honestly sounds like the same person is just dubbing everyone so you can't tell it's literally harder to understand than when it's in chinese it that's honest to god and there's a lot of like fake chinese accents which i think are probably quite racist yeah and it's just nah. I made it about twenty seconds, and I skipped through a little bit just to like to see, see. if it was, was then, got bad at nah, I didn't. Yeah, but I knew honestly once I heard it, man's voice, I was like, nah. Give me Donnie Yen. Give me Donnie Yen. I don't need to understand what he's saying. Just, just give me John, Donnie Yen. Yeah, and they are two great films. So oh, I still need to watch them. Still haven't seen them. Bad, are they all on Netflix? Bad. Yeah. Number four was up this year, isn't it? Twentieth December. We, yeah, we did check them, and you're like back in episode one. That was, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, oh. I'm excited, but I'm not at the same time. I got weird feelings about number three. Was, number three is a uh, is a strange film. Is it a prequel? No. Oh. It's it's like two films in one. That would have been good though. It's it just can't decide <laughs> what it is. Like half of it is this like gangster mafia like extortion thing. Yeah. But they wrap that up like halfway through the film, and then suddenly the second part is about like him. Arguing with another... Is it kind of like season eight like Game of Thrones? <laughs> it's just two separate things. Yeah, it's really weird, man. But that's when they stop running out of really interesting, like, true stories to tell about him. So... Yeah. It's kind of thing, which is, is why he, I'm... Is he the, he's the guy who trained Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee, yeah. Well, this is where they're going with the fourth one. The fourth one now, he's going to San Francisco, which means straight away that this whole film is false. But I'll enjoy the action. So. I mean, he's going to start speaking English now, isn't he? I'm, I don't think, no. I I, I, was, I was thinking that, I, but I don't think there will be. Because there's bits of English in 2 and 3, but they're not very good. We might have to, though, because he's in San Francisco. Mm. I, you can't have everyone speaking Chinese in San Francisco. That would wouldn't that would be even... San Francisco in the 60s? Oh, oh, you good. could. I mean... Yeah, good point. All right, got me there. Like yeah. Chinatown, isn't it? Yeah, fucking got me there. Man in the High Castle, isn't it? Mm. But that's Japanese. That's but... Japanese, yeah. Also, uh, Nazis aren't owning at the minute. Yeah, but like I said, I, I, I didn't, it doesn't any Chinese film, right? If you watch any Chinese martial arts film, the plot could be absolute trash. The action's probably going to be pretty top yeah. notch because they just they know what they're fucking doing. They really do. Really and like shitty CJ in it, or was it? No, that's the thing. I, I hate wire work. Like, have you seen House of Flying Daggers? And, yeah, like, there's a really bad. Ch- I can't stand that. I really, a crushing tiger, hidden dragon. Yeah. I, I like that film, but those that type of thing that is great. really takes me out of the film. Like it really fucking bugs me. Yeah, and there's like only two or three little bits like that in it, man. But they're not like too ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, they're not. It's not like quite a Matrix. Yeah, like, it's you know. not like stupid. Like the stupidest one is uh, this guy kicks a stool. Like they got stools like up with the legs up, mm-hmm. and one guy kicks one on to the other and then jumps on and then jumps on a table and it's not that like it doesn't take out of the film as much as like most of them yeah, do yeah, yeah. Okay. and it they don't really do it much and the yeah. fighting is all like it's all most of it is like there's very very little cuts and they do something which is something I hate about Hollywood films of like when they're fighting like 10 people but they go in one at a time like I hate that yeah you, you even John Wick does that like John you, Wick you, I think is probably the best action film at the moment like 
I've the way it's filmed wise. And even then, like you'd be facing five people and they just go at him one at a time. It's like there's five of you in piling. Whereas the Yet Man film just doesn't do that. Like if he's <laughs> fighting like twenty people, like he's fighting six people are coming in at, at a time. Do you mean? Yeah. Why would you not? Really isn't good. It? Yeah. Because that's you know, that's how it would be. Like, yeah. Boys, there's like uh sixty of us here, and he's like, there's one guy, there's one Yet Man there. Yeah. He's like, fuck, I Dave. Just pile on him. Yeah, or the sec- like, even if you go one at a time, he's just like, oh, well, he's just taking the first one out. I'll go again on my own. No, he wouldn't, would you? But yeah. the film does it really well. It just doesn't do so that. So bodyguards work, don't they? Hmm. Yeah, it's really good. Kill really him! And he's just like, one goes at a time. And he's like, in fact, I'm going to watch Iceman tonight. It's kind of like fighting in Batman, the Arkham series, I mean, just one at a time. Yeah. Do you mean it just... It's not like Shadow of War, the Shadow series, where they all just, just come out like, like 50 orcs, and you're like... That's why that game is so hard. Yeah, I'm trapped in the fucking arena. Um... It's an arena. Oh, right. Yeah, you gotta fight the um. You gotta fight three in a row. It's fucking hard, man. He, he really. He's adapted to all my the tricks. He, he's like Spider Man. Not I'm using Mysterio. enough tricks, mate. Huh? Not using enough tricks. Uh, all right, fair, but you know, I'm like a shitty Doctor Strange. Just... We we'll go downstairs in a bit, and I'll do it and show how it's done. All right. I think just I think I'm pretty sure we can reload missions and just do them. Yeah. If not, I'll just do it because I'm fucking way far in there. Really? Ah, uh, I love that game. It's fucking good. It, it uh, that's why I've played in a while. You know, if it I don't takes play from bit, your previous kinda... save as well. So the last champion you fight will be your biggest enemy from Shadow yeah, Mordor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that guy you couldn't beat is going. Is that probably why you're struggling? Because yes, it's him. Fucking asshole. Isn't he have a late Dean as well? See, I knew I knew how to set it up to who it would be. So I set my guy up as like absolute pants, <laughs> like the worst, weakest orc, and then he transferred like. Because <laughs> you can also get like your most loyal, and I made sure my most loyal was like absolute peak like yeah. as he could be before he transferred over yeah fucking hell no I I, I, I enjoyed Mordo um, but I had this when I was fighting the War Chiefs I struggled in that for years mm. and then when I go back to it I just had this little bit of me like oh, you enjoyed it now but how long until you have to do something you can be stuck on you're not again? even like I finished Mordo though I mean yeah war yeah the, I mean the, it's I, I'd say on. maybe 10%-ish maybe yeah it was like 10 11% yeah <sighs> yeah Christ, you've got a long way to go, man. I know. You haven't done the siege yet, then. The siege? The siege of a... Like a fortress. Like, where you take over a fortress. Oh, no, I haven't. No, I don't think so. Fair, fair. Yeah. You've got a long it's way a to big go. game, this one, isn't it? It is a big game, yeah. I can't wait to play it. I just want to get past that fucking It's bit. a good game. <laughs> you'll, have to, you'll have to just physically come up to mine and just do it. Yeah, I'll do it for you. Yeah, I'll, I'll, that's, that's, that's fucking that's easier. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, I got to try to get Anson doing it. He just... He, and Josh did when I would go. He was just like, no. come on, guys, help me fucking I'll smash this. Pain in the ass. Yeah, I think that's. Oh no, I watched Fatal Deviation. Oh god, yeah, amazing, that's, that's amazing then. martial arts Irish film. Honestly, it, it, we've gone from it, man, to like to like to this. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, man. <laughs> that wasn't an Irish accent. Was it, it wasn't. I can't do it now because I just fucked yeah, up the first one. I wouldn't either after that first one. <laughs> That's a good sound bite, that isn't it? Yeah, cancelled in Highland. <laughs> <laughs> no, every time I think I'm gonna do in Scottish, fucking hell, my brain is just thinking, "All right, man." Not Scottish either. I know. I'm terrible with accents, <laughs> all right? Until I got like actual something to read. Yeah. But if I'm reading in Bruges, oh, I'll do you a good uh, uh, Dublin accent. Yeah, is that in your head though? Uh, Doesn't count if it's in your head. I don't know. Oh, I I didn't record. I'm recording nothing, but. Yeah, it doesn't count if you're doing it in your head. <laughs> I mean, I did read something to Lauren. She was like, oh, you sound like a bit like Colin Farrell. And I was like, she is. She is, pal. <laughs> Sweet. 
That's yeah. just done for another week then, is yeah. it? Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Conversation is podcast. Boom. I have been Charlie Pitson. And I am Ash Hughes. Go uh subscribe to Hill Rat on YouTube. Yeah, uh Hill Rat Productions. Uh we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, and the conversation is, yeah, yeah. same Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Yep. We're all yeah. over the place. Just we're like chlamydia everywhere. Everywhere. And just spreading silently. Spreading, yeah. Silent killer. Yeah. End on that then, is it? Yeah. <laughs>